When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, boom, we're in. Bro, anyway, (laughs) yeah, let me, okay. (laughs) Oh, man, I can't wait to get back in the studio with you, brother, and just vibe, man. I've missed you. I haven't seen you for time. I ain't seen the, the majority of my friends for a minute. Obviously, now we can socialise a little bit more. Technically, we're working. So, really, we should be back in the studio anyway now, to be honest with you. Because we're work. This is work. This is, some, this is something that we do um, as part of a living and as part of a passion. Do you know what I mean? Which leads to uh, open up the doors for many, many things. So, we, we, we should be in the studio right now. But you know what? I know. Friday. Comfortable in the yard at the moment still, you know? I know, but you know what? After a while, all the content on the net just looks like a bag of FaceTime conversations. And it's just, right. a, and obviously I love, I love how creative everyone's been. It's why I always say people are under the age of 25 are the smartest. They're yeah. not, they haven't learned all the horrible things about life as of yet in yeah. great detail. So they're just a little bit more free in their mind and the way they express themselves, irrespective of what anybody says, is extremely creative. Shout out you, man, dude. Shout out you, man. And that's one of the reasons why like, I needed... I was demotivated to record the pod unless we had at least one clean shot. Do you get me? I said to Callum, yo, like the the Zoom thing, like I'm just not, I'm not loving it. I get it. And I understand. I know that people are putting some good content together and all of that. Yeah. And like, um, and one thing I've been watching a lot, funny enough, I've been watching the filthy thing. Hey, what are you lot are doing on that filthy channel every day is good. I like it still. Um, shout out to Tigo, man. Tigo's producing some amazing, oh, amazing honorable shout out to Tigo. And the filthy at five thing is shout out to Jordy as well. Jordy and Specs, apparently, or Jordy and Miles, just started off as some type of debate, which then evolved into filthy at five, which happens on Twitch now. So, yeah, oh, man. On Twitch, I, yeah. It's well done. Yeah, shout out to them, man. Specs has been on the ropes a lot recently. <laughs> <laughs> Specs, oh, Specs no. has been on the ropes a lot. 
recently. If you lot like the viewership, listenership, whatever, if you lot go and see it, you'll see like a lot of debating. It's a, it's a lot of football stuff, but it's, it is like other stuff as well. But yeah. Specs has been on the ropes. Him and Miles is one of the greatest combinations I've seen in a very, very, very long time. So I'm, I'm happy. I really want to see what that's going to evolve into. But even loads of things like there's going to be so much content on that channel coming forward. So um, it makes me happy. Man, they're moving mad news. I want you to watch that. It's absolutely stupid. Oh, yeah. What's that? What's that called again? Man, they're moving mad or something like that? Yeah, because you know what I've realised, yeah, Chucks? And I think I've been guilty of it as well, yeah? There was a point where, like, on Instagram, I tried to make my life look glossier than it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> I was depressed as fuck. And then um, it makes it really confusing when you do content. So, like, your content yeah. becomes impressive. So now I've come through that and I'm like, oh, life's not too bad, painting the walls in my living room. I look at a lot of social media, I look at a lot of content and it is very depressive. And when I live in, an, I live in such a depressive world, personally with me, I'm glad that there are some people uh, fighting the good fight. It's what Whitney, Char, Whitney, she told me. I'm glad there are some people taking on that task. And because I see some people doing it so well, I want to provide some type of balance. I don't want to be part of one of many speaking on a really, really important message if then people are doing it really effectively. Mm. I want to provide some balance. And I just think moving forward with the other content that I do, especially on the Filthy channel, it's going to be more lighthearted having a laugh about things. Mm. It's going to be more debating about things that don't that are not that serious because I'm even noticing that some of the debates I might do on Halfcast, what it becomes afterwards is not what I intend. And then I've got to question mm. myself, like, if... It's, if I'm doing something and it's becoming something that I don't want it to become, why do I keep doing it? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm just as bad as everything. And I've got to take some responsibility for that one. Yeah, man. Balance is key. That's why, anyway, even with that, uh, every once in a while, I'll go on my gram. Yeah. Because, as you said, like, we're living in a depressive state and that. And, like, at one point, it just felt like all I was ever hearing was bad stuff and people dying. I think it's bad stuff and I don't I'm glad people are speaking about it. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. No, I'm just making it clear. Like I said yeah, to you, yeah, I yeah. want to come across as a man that's like, oh, why are you talking about it? I'm glad people are addressing it. I really Listen, am. 100%. 100%. I just sometimes go on my gram, on my Insta live. I'm not my Insta live, my just my like Insta snap. And I'll just be like, yo, tell me your, like, tell me your good news. Like, tell me if you've got good news, if you've heard good news or had good news over the last week and a half and it's genuine, just tell me your good news and I'll let that marinate so that people who are following me and that can see it. And then people will just send me, like, things that are good news to them that they might think is not, like, good news to anyone else, but it's good news. And I'll just repost that and make a little comment on it and it makes me feel good. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I'm here, it's like a nice little balance from the timeline of death, sadness, to now me just seeing like people actually just telling me their good news. People saying that they're going to be a father, finding out they're going to be pregnant. Some people got promotion at work. Um, some people started a new business. Some people started a new podcast. Some people finally learned how to record their 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 vocals from their yard, like those type of things. And I like, if that makes you happy for the moment, then I'm going to be happy for the moment with you. How about that? That's lit. I'm just doing the happiness thing. Because, yeah, yeah, every once in a while, you know what I mean? It's, it's a balance for me. It's a balance for me. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to have a laugh. I can't tell. The only time people are going to see me have serious conversations is here now. Not on Instagram, not on Twitter, really. I can't lie. If you want a serious conversation, come on, of course. If you go anywhere else, don't expect anything too serious, people, because... Do you ever have them times, yeah, where you, like, type out something 
on Twitter, like something yeah. serious, yeah. and then you just clear it. You just yeah. think, you know what? Can't bother. Fuck it. You know, what I realized every time I type out something and I'm like, oh, I want to tweet it, and I realize, oh my god, what am I doing? It's because I reacted to something on Twitter. So all I do is mute whatever words are making me react, or I unfollow that person because I don't want. No, I don't want to be a reactive person because then no one even no one even knows how I reacted, why I reacted. No one knows anything about my day. They're just seeing me react like that. And I don't know what conclusion they're going to come to, but I don't want to be sending out a particular type of energy, which is not really a reflection of me, and then try and back myself up years later and be like, no, I just, <laughs> I've learned something. Because if I've got nothing important to say, and one thing I do as well yeah. is... And this is what I find funny. If I've got a really important message to say, I make it coded. Because if you read it and you like you like see the code and you go, oh my God, you're the type of person I want to talk to. Yeah. I don't want to say something straight and then everyone gets it and then everyone's got something to say. I, I want a particular type of person to respond to me. So when I do coded things, people will DM me, but why do you think this? And I'm like, fuck, you know, you worked it out. That is lit. Yeah, and then we yeah, yeah. Then my objective in the situation is met, and I, 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 the response I get is cool, and yeah, I like all of that. And I've realized that you know what I'm saying that's a better way of doing things. I will yeah. say something that you think, if you just look at it for what it is, you won't think anything of it. But if you know me, you monitor my content, you'll be like, I know why he said that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what? As well, like I've noticed that a couple times when I'm about to react to something, because that's true. Sometimes when I'm about to do that, it's because I'm reacting on something that I've seen on Twitter. And yeah. then like, and then as I'm tw typing it, I stopped. This actually happened today. I'm typing <laughs> it and I stopped. And I thought, one, like, I'm reacting to something that one person has said. And not everyone thinks this. One person thinks this. And I'm going to react broadly to this one thing that this person said. I have to understand that just... Like, in this moment, I proper understood that what you said isn't what everyone thinks. But I'm reacting just to this one. I just blocked that. And blocked that one time. Or just mute that. And this is what's dangerous. I look at the science of it and I look at the business of it. And I say to myself, all right, cool. If there's this term where everyone goes, oh, everyone's saying this, everyone's saying that. I'm like, why do you think that? I can't. Just disregard, because you know, even when you say that, you know everyone's not saying that. So why have you said everyone's saying that? So then I think about who I am and I think about who's saying it. And I'm like, hmm, the person that's saying everyone's saying that is usually an individual, for me in my world anyway, is not a person that has a huge amount of followers. Mm. So that means if I've got, say I had 25K followers and somebody that's got 175 followers says something, the moment I say what they've said, <laughs> that could mean everyone's saying it because if I say it knowing that it's going to cause some type of debate everyone's going to talk about it and that might be to that one person everyone's saying something and there might be someone that goes fuck you know everyone's saying this only because the person with 25k said something that someone that followed that has 175 followers said but if the person that had 125 followers said it and we just ignored them yeah. No one's seen it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes, uh, yeah, right. sometimes uh, that could be actually where we go wrong. Is that's that, in my world anyway? I don't. Where, know yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Sometimes where we go wrong is we we ponder to the person who's not even got a picture of themselves. 
They got a picture of a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. They oh. don't even have no followers. They say one thing, we give it the spotlight, and then everyone starts talking about it. And it didn't what? even exist. Chucky, would you talk to this? No. <laughs> Whenever you're getting frustrated on Twitter, just imagine FaceTiming this. I if know. I'm talking to you. Just imagine you're <laughs> FaceTiming this, having a debate on Twitter. <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm just yeah, like, like, you, like you know, what's the point of it all? Yeah, it's mine. And, and, and I think about what I care about. And it's like, if I really care about some messages and I think they're really important, I want to solve it. For me, why am I giving it to everyone? Mm. Maybe for somebody else, they have to fight that fight. That's what they need to do in order to accomplish whatever it is. So I'll never tell somebody else, oh, why are you doing that? You probably got your reasons. But yeah. I have to look at myself. Why am I doing that for? Yeah. Why? Why am I pretending that I'm really depressed over some of the situations that are happening in other people's lives when there's worse happening in my life and I'm not even that depressed? Exactly. Like, why am I doing this? What do I... And I'm not talking... Again, I'm not speaking for everyone. I'm just speaking for myself. I just realised that at one point I was miserable and I was more inclined to talk about certain things that were miserable because misery likes company. Mm. And that was my own problem. And I don't think I'm the most qualified person to talk about something if I'm in a miserable state. I don't mm. think that's fair. People are getting killed in America and all of that. And I'm already depressed. And then I start talking about some, that. Mm. I just don't think the tone and the way in which I'll approach the situation will give anything that will be progressive. So I'm just mm. going to stay out of it. And if I see somebody that has similar traits to someone like a Carla or mm. somebody like talking about that situation, that will make me really, really happy because I will just keep retweeting him or yeah, yeah, yeah. tweeting him because I don't know how to articulate it. I'm too angry. I'm too miserable. But I found somebody that can. Everyone go over here. He's the guy. Yes. Sometimes we're caught up in a situation, what I see in my world anyway, where people want to be the spokesperson of a situation that they're not that informed about. Yeah. It has hurt them emotionally. It has evoked emotion. You are angry, but are you the right person to speak about it? I don't think you are. Maybe you should keep it to yourself and direct all the traffic of the person that can deal with it. Give it to them because they're the spokesperson. Like, we don't all have to be the hero. Mm. I, don't have I, I like it when I find people that that can that speak for me organically and they articulate themselves really well and it's yeah. like yes they are in a in a position and in a place where they can fight certain battles or say things to certain people that I'm not able to one articulate and two not even be able to be in that in that circle to have that conversation in the first place like it take, I find great satisfaction when I see, for example, someone like Akala on GMTV, because it's like this is he's he's gonna go in there and say what I can't. I don't know how to. Maybe I could say it, but sometimes my brain doesn't always work as quick as that. Sometimes when you give me something, I need I might need ten minutes to start formulating and for me to truly say how I feel in a certain type of way. Whereas he's able to do it amazingly off the whim and every time. And I love it. But you and know what? People like that are, are seen as, as disruptive because he will go there and then keep it all the way 100% real. And then they ain't trying to invite that again. Yeah, but this is the thing now. This is the thing that I think is amazing because I'm so happy you said GMTV. The reasons why, yeah, I kind of need to stay away from stating the obvious is because I live very much within my community. And me telling my community that this is bad, they already know. So if I'm outraged by something that my whole community is outraged by, I'm not teaching anyone anything. I'm just, just screaming and I'm really angry. 
when you're a karma and you go GMTV, there's an audience of people you're instantly put in front of that don't understand how dangerous the situation. They're looking at it for surface value, but there's so much more to it. And I don't know how to articulate that it's bad because if I go there, I'm just going to go, they killed an innocent black man. And everyone goes, yeah, but that's, we all know that. Is that what you've come to television to say? Akala will articulate this situation in a way where he'll let you know how dangerous this situation is and why we have to prevent it right now. Yeah, and, how privileged, and how privileged some of them actually are. And that's you the reason why they give, you, give you the science behind it. And then you'll be like, you know what? If unless, when something like this happens, Akala should go on a GMTV and do the same thing he done last time because we seem to be more progressive after that happens. Hmm. But I just think when you just keep telling your community how angry you are about something that they're angry about. Essentially, what you're doing is you're making a very, very angry community about something they have the right to be angry about, but we are not thinking of uh, an adequate solution. It's just yeah. madness. And then it's just like, bro, we've got to be a little bit patient. I mean, if you're upset about what you saw, I can only imagine the 400 years of slavery and the people that, how patient they had to be in order for their family's family to find at some point there was going to be like, you know, some type of freedom and we're still not free now but unfortunately and it's bad it is bad but we're born into racism so we just got to be a little bit more patient with uh, our approach and and that's mm. with most things that's why i say on social media it's very dangerous voicing certain things if you're just telling the same people that already know the message it's about telling a new audience so we can inform them educate them and we can actually get change yeah of course and you know I, i'm always down for having to, to have the uncomfortable conversations about stuff. But do you know what? Can we just start off light-hearted, though? Yeah, my heart is here. Let's, it is light. Let's start light, because I know, yeah, that you've seen the Beanie Man and Bounty Killer, yeah? you I know you saw that, yeah? What? Huh? Who won? Jamaica won. The culture won. You see, listen, let me tell you something, yeah? I, don't wanna ups- I didn't come here to upset no one. But let me tell you this. Hip hop always looks cool until Bashment comes and starts doing his thing. Huh? I gotta tell you who lost though. Oh, go on. Jammer. You're mad, you know? Yeah. How did you feel? Go on. How did you feel? Because when at one one AM all I thought was, I wish I was at Chucky's ass. Listen. In the moment, let me tell you something. All right, boom. Why, why would I, I knew at the um when um when see when versus yeah the Instagram page when they said that it was going to be on their page, I instantly knew okay them two are going to be together. The reason why I thought that is because usually with the verses it's like my phone, your phone, whatever. So the fact that it was going to be in one place, I knew they're going to be in the same place. And Jamaica's not big, so they could easily just link up and do that. So I actually said, before anything happened, I said, yeah, I hope they don't overcomplicate it. All that needs to happen is Beanie on one deck, Bounty on the next deck, and then they, they just do their thing. And essentially, that's exactly what happened. When I, cho- when I turned in, yeah, when I tuned in and I saw the DJs warming up and that, I said, yeah, this is it. This is, this is going to be a thing. I, I, kind of, I kind of gauged that it was going to, pan out the way that it did there was one thing i didn't engage too much when they was doing all of that playing the american tunes in the beginning and all of that at first i was not really loving all of that yeah but um but what they ended up going on to do yeah was so i was so proud bruv 
the f- I was so proud that they just was authentically themselves in on the world stage. And people got to see, see, as a Jamaican, yeah, we've been seeing this. This is not new to us. This clashing thing with them going back. This is one of the reasons why I like grime, bro. One of the reasons why I like grime is because I love the element of the instrumental playing in the background and a man passing the mic and doing all of that because man have been doing that in Jamaica from the 60s, maybe even before that. So I've grown up watching that and I've grown up watching the likes of Beanie, Bounty Killer, Ninja Man, Merciless, all of these lot doing this, yeah? So that now that they're showing this to a, a demographic who may not have seen it and doing it authentically the way that they do it, I was, I can't tell you, bro. I can't, bro, I can't tell you how gassed I was, bro. I was so fucking happy, bro. I was so happy. I was so happy that them two was together. I was so happy that them two was in the room together, like like that. Do you get what I'm saying? People always sometimes like to make it seem like Jamaicans, Africans, black people or whatever can't be in the same spot together because everything's always just going to get mash up and all of these type of things. These two were in powerful, powerful men. Powerful men, you know. In the studio together, vibing. Do you know what's so beautiful about situations like that, Chucky? I always look at the... I always want to know more. I always want to know, why does this work? Like, why do I enjoy it? Like, wh- what is it about it that makes me, oh, like, this is amazing. Now, it's the reasons why I think some things in the UK are just not effective. Mm. And they really are effective in other countries. Mm. Because no matter what, your birthplace is the most important thing. Mm. In anything, everyone goes, I'm Jamaican. Because, yeah, that's what my family are from. And you're like, where you're from means so much to you. Not even your birthplace, just where you're from. Mm-hmm. So when you look at Bashman, where it's from, that's what was presented to you. They didn't give you the version that it evolved to in 2010. They didn't give you the version that it may evolve to in 2015 or 2020. What they said was, the most important thing is why this is important. The most important thing is how this got popular. The most important thing is understanding where this was born. Mm. And if it's born with two men behind two decks and a couple men with microphones, mm. then that's what we're going to give you because that's it in its rawest version. We're not going to try and give you the up-to-date version. No, we're saying if you're going to come to our team, mm. we're going to give you the birth of it so you know the essence. And that's the reasons why you get popcorn today. That's the reasons why there'll be so many good Jamaican artists forever because mm. The ones that are the best had to go through a particular journey in order to be great. And they don't compensate that for anybody else moving forward. They allow you to have the same structure, just like in education. When that doesn't matter, in 20 years time, you're still gonna start in year three, end in year six, go on to secondary school, start in year seven, end in year 11. Like that's a science to there being a successful individual in the working field. And I think the one thing I love about Jamaica is they haven't compensated that for anything else when it comes to how to create a successful Jamaican artist within that field. Mm. And if Grime just done that, if mm. Grime just done got Maximum, someone else, and two men having a clash in that same format, they will get the same energy because yeah. you know what would happen? You would have all the oldest people and the most powerful people within that industry mm. on the live because it would be like, that's what it was like when I was 17. And then when they go over there with their 1 million followers or whatever, then you get a whole new audience understanding the birth of something so it has longevity. Mm. But if people don't know when the birth of something is, 
Cause that's when people say it's dead because one person say it was born here, some people say born here, born there, born there. The yeah. bashman say, you know what? No matter what, when we have to present our team to the world, mm. we let them know how it started. Proper. Proper. What, Iceland? You don't know Bashman? Oh, your version of Bashman is Popcorn. All right, well, we're going to do a versus clash and you're going to watch Bounty Killer and Beanie Man. And you're going to Icons. 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 I would love there to be a grime situation and they get D-Double and Wiley or something. And you understand what it is from their essence. Essence. Uh, like yeah. Drake. Yeah, not Drake, sorry. How dare I? Geese. The essence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fam, I was listen, man. There was there was a next a side conversation though, because <clears throat> Tony Matter <clears throat> Tony Maton, who some people don't know yet, legendary dancer DJ, like big, big, big DJ, like kill man in clash. Love him, DJ. Yeah, I love, love I love I love Tony Mataron still. <laughs> but he um and just for you know what I mean for anyone who's who's very in tune into this thing, Bass Odyssey is my sound. I like Bass Odyssey sound. Yeah, go and do your Googles, right? So anyway, <laughs> yeah, do your Googles. But anyway, Tony Mataron wasn't happy to begin with prior to this thing because his whole thing was uh, you know, it should be on a Jamaican platform and this, that, and the other and blah blah blah. So he got like he was being ignorant about it and being super say having a lot to say, yeah. And the I thing was the thing was, yeah, with I respect him a lot in it, but I think that he missed a big he missed a big point in this. Because he was saying all oh, that like major hype or like someone else should do this should do the clash and that they've reached out to Bounty and they didn't want to do it or where some shit like that anyway. I don't know how true it is, yeah. But when I went back and I started looking at like some of the clashes that like the um uh the Jamaican I think Major Hype might have done. He wasn't he was only doing sound systems. He wasn't doing artists. I didn't see any artists that he was doing um yeah. from a class perspective in it, yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, and a lot of people, Jamaicans and uh, dancehall fans, were all of the opinion of what Bounty Killer and Beanie Man has essentially done with this is they have now given someone like you, Tony, or Major Hype, the alley oop now. To go now, the world is really looking at this. To go now and get another artist and jump on top of it and do that and go and do your thing. Like, I just think that, I just think that he missed the point of this is actually these guys are essentially being authentically themselves on the world stage. Pause again. Ah. I'm just talking to Chucky. I'm half past. Are you back in two seconds? You look so pretty, though. Bye. <laughs> pause. Pause this. Kind Sorry, of... Yeah. Um. I just think that he missed the fact that like this was was a good opportunity for a lot of people who don't understand has haven't seen it like that. Don't like you know. There's a lot of people out there that that where I said this before. Dancehall plays a part in someone's life in some capacity, whether it's small or big. Anytime you go to a dance, there's always a bashment set. There's always someone. There's always there's always that moment in the club where a dance or tune comes on, everyone starts skidding out and people in the dance might not even know who the songs, but they might not even know who fucking half the, the, the dance or artists and that are, but they just know the vibe and the vibe takes them. And you know what I mean? Like they don't understand it, but all they know is the vibe just takes them. This here, the fact that you've got like prior to these lot, you got some legendary acts jumping on and doing this whole thing or whatnot. Now you've got two dance or acts, right? Two dancehall acts from Jamaica 
projecting themselves to the world stage, this could only be a good thing. Now, now that everyone's talking about this, it's like YouTube, bro. It's like YouTube. You know, like when you find an artist that you like, or like you, you might be on fucking, you might be on Filthy. And I don't know, Tigo might ask you about something and you're talking about an artist that you proper like and you're, you're talking passionately about this. I respect you. So let me go and see what you're talking about now. So I go and put that in YouTube and I listen to that. I'm like, right, this bangs. This is actually a vibe. I didn't even know this existed like that. Rah, let me look at the suggestion side now. I look at the, the suggestion. I see more. Then I see more. Then I see more. And guess what now? I'm a Ross Clark fan. Huh? But if you didn't do that, if you didn't do that, then I might just be so surface-based with it because I just, I don't know, when I go out, I just hear a little something and I'm just cool with that. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I fully understand where you're coming from, but I think it's even deeper than that because when you say to somebody, no, why are you doing that? When a person is has the same energy as Tony Matteron, I don't know him, so I can't say for sure. Um, shout out to Steph London because I should know she loves Tony Matteron. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, I'm in that. I think it becomes a very selfish situation, the energy he's projecting, because he doesn't see how it can benefit him. So he says, bring it over here, because he hasn't seen how it can benefit him. So I think it's about showing him the science. And I would say this to him. Tony Matteron, let me show you why I'm slightly envious of what you've done over there, and I wish it could be related within Grime. When I first liked Grime, what was so sick was, Wiley was doing the same thing I was doing. So as far as I'm concerned, I can get to Wiley really quickly. That's what I'm thinking. All the world that he goes to are not that glossy. They're not like out of the world. Even to dress like Wiley would have cost me like a hundred pound. And he was the best person in this situation. So therefore it makes it a really attractive world because it's very popular. But on top of that, it's very easy to get into it. Like YouTube, like TikTok, like Snapchat. All of these things are easy to get into. Now, if the entry point to this, my first point of going to this Say they done Beanie Man and Bounty Killer on some bloody stage in Jamaica with a million people in the crowd and all of that. Yeah, it looks glossy, but I don't look like I can jump and part of that. It looks like the first, it looks like the end of the journey. What he showed you was it in its pure essence with the biggest people in the game. So all now a new fan loving Bashment sees is the best artist doing something they could do. That makes it a very attractive proposition. And people know the science behind how to become really good in bashment because you're looking at it from reception level. That is the first thing you do. So then everything you do from over there makes you better at it. That's how you're advertising the world of bashment. In grime, it's not advertised like that. Man will go and do something and they'll have big chain, this, that, 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 that. And then all of a sudden this 10 year old's like, I don't know if I like Grime that much, you know, because I look too <laughs> get into, fam. Do you know where I'm coming from? And then yeah. all of a sudden, Grime's dead because the entry point, no one knows what the first, say it's, no one knows what year three looks like. Man just sees year 10. It's like, big one, how can I start in year 10? How, yeah. Show me year three. And that's what the Jamaicans done. They showed you year three. This is how you start the adult team, year three, watching yeah. out. And that's why I think Tony Matteron is silly because Tony Matteron doesn't realise now, if he does the exact same set and puts it with two different people, because they look like Beanie Man and Bounty Killer. They're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. The exact same thing. Yeah, it, de how... it definitely came from a selfish, it definitely came from a selfish place, I think. It definitely came from that, because I'm, I'm not a part of it, it's not done properly and it shouldn't be done. That was the way that it came, came off to me. I just felt like the bigger picture was 100% missed. And yeah. it was unfortunate that someone like that I didn't see the, the big picture. He just did not see the big picture. He just didn't see himself.
being a part of it and he was upset about it. But now it's like, yo, these lot, do you know what? And Bounty Killer and Beanie Man, okay, although it was a long time ago, they've done this. They've done it. They did it in front of Jamaicans and people that loved um, that loved, um, dance or music. They've done that. And we've been seeing it. We have been seeing it. What I witnessed that day was not anything majorly new to me and to people that love dancehall music, but it was majorly new to a, 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 the, the predominant demographic that was watching it. And that is amazing because even if there's just 1% of people that now look at that and go on the internet or Instagram trying to find more of that, like that could only be a good thing for me because Chucky, that's more, that's more revenue. But Chucky, your entry point is the birth. Your entry point to this genre of music on one of the biggest platforms versus is the birth. No one else done that. No one else went back to their block and just showed you the birth of R&B or the birth of anything. Everyone was just doing a very glossy interpretation of what it needed to be for their fan base. Mm. For the Jamaican people, they need realness. They need the truth. Mm. Jamaicans don't want nothing else but the truth. And that's what Beanie Man and Bounty Killer gave you. The truth on a larger platform. It just means that when all of these people now come into Bashment for the first time, they're seeing it in the most authentic way. I don't understand how anyone can be upset about is that. that. Is that what you feel like Graham's missing at the moment then? Authentic places for it to be uh, advertised 100%. Yeah. 100%. If the best or the best representatives in the game or the people that are the largest in the game are doing the things that the youngest, like the very base level people can do. That's not Sorry, bro, my phone. So <clears throat> yes, like I said, if the people in the game that oh my god, I get it. I get oh lord oh, shit, bro. It's going off. Come on, guys. Where are you? I'm waiting for you. You told me to come and meet you here, and I've done my hair and I've done my nails, and yeah. I can't believe that you because I will just text you simply back. I see that this situation is going in the direction I don't like. Let's stop here. I oh my I... God, I've called you and you didn't answer. And I've seen you on Instagram and you said happy birthday to Vooj, but you haven't messaged me back. <laughs> you know, I'll say to them, I'll drop a little pitch sometime. When they do that, um, I send like an envelope or something like that as, a, as an icon. And they go, what's that? It's a hint, take it. So I don't really care. Oh shit. Yeah, I anyway. you know. <laughs> it's Life is really good. Like, we're here talking about my Jamaicans, so I'm really happy about this. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I mean. All I'm saying is when you see it from the authentic perspective, yeah, and no one can say it's a lie, it's going to get shared more. And then you see Usain Bolt in comments, Raheem Sterling in comments, DJ Khaled in comments, Puff, like all the big people in the game because they're the oldest and they recognise it from base level. So I'm just saying if Grime done something similar to that, all that it means is the oldest people in the game that are doing very successful, will they say, oh my God, when I was 17, that's what it looked like. Mm. All they've got to go and do is go back to Jammer's basement and just get some of the oldest people and just do that the same That's way they man done what they've done. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's like, oh my God, did you see what they've done? And then everyone's talking about grime for the authentic reasons with the authentic people. Yeah. Open it up to a whole new audience now because these individuals that are, you know, really prominent in grime do so much things, talk to so many new audiences and they don't even, they're not even aware of some of their early stuff. Like some people that love Kano now in Copway might not even be aware that he's done a clash with Wiley all them years ago. But I if he does that today on a massive platform similar to Versus, to the whole world, now people's entry point to grime isn't 2015, it's the birth dog. Can you know what? That is what you just said there is the sickest equivalent. The Wiley and Kano thing. Do you know why? Do you know why it's sick? Huh? 
So I'm that great. great. I don't want to be this great. Listen, let me tell you something. Do you know, I'll tell you why that is the sickest equivalent, yeah? Because mm. back, the, see with the Beanie and Bounty Killer thing, yeah? When they clashed on the stage in, at, in, at Sting in 1993, that wasn't planned. Like, um, Bounty Killer was there, Beanie Man was there, Bounty Killer was there. And at that point, at that time, there was people that were um, pitting them against each other. So there was like an underlined thing that I'm the better one. Yeah. And then I think what happened was, yeah, the crowd started to say, call out Bounty's name while Billy was on the stage. And then Bounty just went on the stage. So they weren't planning to do that. So then they ended up going back and forth on what, like, like you saw what we saw recently. But this was obviously a bit more planned. But they, them time there, that was a bit more spontaneous. In the basement with Wiley and, and, and Kano and whoever else was there, yeah? It's not to say that they didn't know that they were going to spray bars. But I think what happened was, is almost the same thing. One man spitting bars, the next man spitting bars, and then it's kind of like, hold on a minute. What, is, is this? All right, I'm going to spit the next one. What, I'm going to spit the next? All right, I'm going to do it. And then before you know it now, everyone's silent in the room and them two are going back at each other and there's this big competitive nature. And people, do you know what? A lot of people today ain't seen that. If Wiley and Kano came back today and was in Jammer's basement today, do you know how much of a fucking... Do you know how much of a fucking thing that would be? Imagine them two in the basement right now, just doing and just rev not reviving that 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 um, no. era because you can't do that. But just yes, oh, bro. When you go to school, you start in. I'm not saying anything that you can't understand, bro. You start school in year three when you're going to become an adult. Everything beforehand is just childish. Year two reception. When you really start things, it's year three. So I'm saying to you, if I can't start school in year five or year year. Why is everybody else coming to Grime and starting in year six or starting in year 10 or starting in year 11 or starting in university? Why can't we all just start at year three? Because we're not presenting you what year three is. So Jammer has to go and do that and just get some of the old people. You don't understand. Their new audiences don't have this information. It's just re-educating a new audience on what something is so people understand how easy it is to do. Next thing you know, Lord of the Mics has its own interpretation of a similar to another basement somewhere else in the world, and then they do a massive collaboration from the old school to the new school version. Before you know it, this genre that is supposedly dead is fucking alive again. Nike are back over here doing campaigns and giving people trainers. I can't... This is not difficult! <laughs> What's wrong with you people? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, true. That's yeah. And I ain't even seen my I did see flipping maximum. He was in some like I don't know if it was his yard or whatever. And he had Dizzy spitting some bars and now fucking yeah, loved it. That, that listen, that for me was because I was watching it and I was so gassed. But it was missing the thing that elevated it. It yes. was missing the thing that peaked it. Yes. Like you told me about this massive clash that happened on stage. I think it was, um, I think it's on YouTube as well because Lightning used to always watch it at studio, shower lights. So mm -hmm. I think I've seen that clash before on YouTube. I'm saying to you, if that, if they relived a moment that was a peak within that time, so mm -hmm. all of the people that were young at that time that are huge and influential now will mm -hmm. jump in the comments and go, oh my God, it's like my childhood. Like when I jump in comments and say, it's like my childhood, that's nothing to if fucking... I don't know. Will Smith jumps in and goes, oh my God, that's like my childhood. So what's the equivalent in that in that respect of people going to one place and saying, that's like my childhood? If Jamma, Kano and Wiley, I'm not saying they must do it, done something similar of a 2020 interpretation of that in a versus platform, nothing too, just, you know, a bit fun and so on and so forth. Yeah. Gets in the comments. Yeah, gets yeah. in the comments. 100% gets us in the comments. He doubles the comments. 
everyone from the world of Gram is in the comments. 100%. And if everyone in the world of Gram is in the comments, that means the people that are supposedly the industry who don't really know what's going on in the streets have to take notice of that. So yeah. now they go in the comments. You might all find record labels in comments, you'll find all Wingstop in comments, you'll find Nando's in the comments. That's how it works. And then before yeah. you know this is an interesting thing. This is something bubbling. It's not then for the older generation to run with it. It's then for us to be patient, see what the youngers do with that interpretation and let them run with it because they're going to reinvent it and make it sick. Yeah. Just like the world of hip hop. Jay-Z will come and do the 444 album and then you'll go and listen to his, some of his first singles in Ray J Blige. My man is doing the same realness, but just at an older level. Yeah, so yeah. now, 17 year old me getting into hip hop, if I can see that's the best example, the most successful, at least I know I got year three. Yeah, I yeah. got year three. So now I can go and do Young Funk. Now I can go do Little Baby. And when you ask them about is Jay Z the man, they'll tell you Jay Z is the man. Strongly. They were there year three. Strongly. And that's all I'm asking for. These men have got catalog as well, you know. Like these what? are our, our legacy acts now. I'm going to start calling them legacy acts because they've been out here for a minute. I know they've still got more. I do not now. Maybe not legacy yet, but they're very close to it. Some of them has been in the game for a long time. A lot of them have got catalogued now. You know, the other day, did I, <clears throat> the other day, I um, literally sat down. I've, what I've been doing recently is I've been watching a lot of documentaries, a lot of documentaries on music stuff, um, like artists and stuff. I watched a sick documentary on Jojo. I heard Joe Budden talking about it. It was sick. And, it, you know, remember this, the singer Jojo? She was in some shit fucking contract, bruv. They owned her voice. <laughs> like, she couldn't even change her name. They owned her voice, you know? Like, all kinds of shit, yeah? So I watched that. I watched bare different stuff, yeah? But there was one... I watched a documentary on Getz. It was something to do with Getz and... Um, and temper tea, I think it was, yeah. Which then made me go back and literally just proper just go back through Getz's catalogue. I just went through it. I just went like from the beginning and like I was listening to some early stuff, then going back and just watching some sets on YouTube or whatever, yeah. And I'm looking at these man and I'm like, rah. Like, firstly, some of these lot have aged terribly, like lyrically. Like oh. some of these lot lyrically aged terribly. Getz has always um, from what I learned when I went back and listened to his old stuff and trailed it all the way up to new is that like he's kept a level of lyrical consistency that is at a high standard that even the high st the high standard that he had back then it feels like like only a certain amount of people in the early stages was really getting it purely because everyone was trying to make these sing-along lyrics and shit like everyone was trying Seriously. to fucking get a rewind huh? scary thing about Getz is he was incredible back then and he's better than he, he's better now. It's so, nuts. It's like I've accepted with Getz. I can write to the end of the days that I die and I'll never be better than Getz. And I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> like that's how good he is. I appreciate in year yeah. three he was the one of the best in year three. He was yeah. one of the best up until year six. He's been one of the he's now in university, he's now got a job. He is still one of the best. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. that as a god at work. And gets when it's time yeah, you yeah, talk yeah. about time and how it's time to work, you've started from year three and you now you've got a job. I will listen to you. And I think people like that. Yeah. But the also just the point I'm making more so is oh. that like these lot have got catalog, yeah. These lot could easily be in a space where they just go tune for tune, then lyric for lyric, then tune for tune again, then might lyric for lyric and that. Like they could just do that. And I, I would love to see that. I ain't seen it recently. Oh, the only thing that I've seen that's close to it 
was when Getz and and D Double did the FaceTime thing, but that didn't work because for obvious reason. Yeah, the packaging. Was, but it, it was spontaneity though. They, it, it wasn't too much planned. It was like off the no. whim. Everyone got excited, and that excitement <laughs> then was sort of humbled because it was like the sound's not going to allow this to happen. You can't do that. You're in a world of business where everybody plans. Like we have to plan as well. Some things, and by planning, things will just happen by chance. But you have to plan sometimes. So even if it's a small little plan, like let's go down the street, something might happen. This is what I think, Chucky. Timestamp this because I might even feel like you should take it out afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I'm nasty like that. Me and Julie had an idea. I think I even informed you. Me and Julie said you should make a show, and I and she came up with the name Pastor Orcs. I had a I, okay. All right, go to me. Let me show you the show. Imagine a show where you get. You or Julie hosting, for example. You do a lot of hosting. And you host this thing in a bedroom that looks like that 70s show. So look at how old you are. Look at how old Julie is. Then say you get four guests to your house and they'll be of different ages, different whatever. You sit down in the room, you have a conversation about music. Every story you tell has to be an entertaining, funny story and how this song either helped you through it or this song came on or something like that. It has to be a song you like from an artist you love. And then you pass the orcs. In the background's a graphic. Now, when you go to, the, when you're talking about the artist that you're speaking about, the closer you get, the closer the graphic, the graphic's going to be like an iPhone, the closer it goes to the name of the artist. Mm. And then when you put the orcs in, the artist comes out and performs the song that you are talking about. Now, okay. if you put our hand on this show with Chucky, that just means, obviously, in a very the most extreme example of this is Chucky says Bounty Killer, and our hand says Tunde or Millions hmm. or another UK hour or JK. Then you've got Bounty Killer and JK. So now everyone that fucks with JK is going to see Bounty Killer. Hmm. Then I might say I am DDB. Hmm. I might say Airborne Gav. Then you've got someone as small as Airborne Gav next to someone as big as JK doing music past the orcs what i think that does is if you respect chucky and his musical taste if he tells you d double's cold you just look at d double differently but if d double told you d double's cold you already know that you're like, oh, i don't want to hear it and i think that's what this world's missing mm. really entertaining ways of presenting past situations which are still incredible in a really entertaining way so I don't know if we're all on the sofa running Joe. Like, yo, I've got Fandos, this one tune, this girl must have done, boom, 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 put it in. And it's Kelly LaRock, my love. Yeah. That's mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's next to somebody like Skepta. Her streams are going up. Yeah, Her appreciation is going up. Strong. That's the idea though, man. That's, do you know, it's mad. I might clip this part out, but I actually was trying to manifest an idea called Parks Talks. <laughs> So this, was like two years ago. this was like two years ago and then I so just didn't do it. Ask Julie. But my, mine, wasn't, mine, wasn't as like, mine wasn't like that. It was the same sentiment, but it was more like um, a room for, for people who like say that they're music lovers and what they can do is everyone, because you know, like I always feel that everyone listens to music that they feel people should know about. Do you get me? So it was like, yeah. you know, we should just be in a space, eat some food, you're certified music lovers and... It's not even not even just past the orcs, you know. You can literally bring a tape, you can bring a vinyl, you can bring a CD or whatever. As long as you can pinpoint the songs that you want to play when it's time to play yours, then that's what happens. And we just 
maybe towards the end talk about it or I don't know you introduce the whatever it is but you can't be the one that my terms was you can't be an artist coming there to play your music though it was more for music and lovers and that's the reasons why I wouldn't and the thing is to me that seems like a very personal situation that the message is so specific that maybe it would have to it couldn't be broadcast too much because I think yeah, it might yeah. it might lose what it is whereas yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm trying to do is keep it very simple because I think the more simple something is, the more popular it is. You look at the iPhone, you look at very simple, the ways to life are very, very popular. So if I say to you, Judy, give me a great song from a great time in your life. And you told me this is what you listened to when you were 16. And now people think that that person's rubbed, but we're air all like vibes into this person. It, Cause it just means that you're repackaging artists differently and giving them new opportunities financially. I don't think we do that well in this country. I think there's a lot of artists in the States that have no problem, like Jay-Z will have no problem making up with an old artist, repackaging him and making him look really, really good so we can do yes. his own. Yes. And then the artists in this country that have given so much and unfortunately may maybe don't have the finances that some of the bigger artists have done, but yeah. had it not been for them, we wouldn't even be in this position to make money in the first place. And I just yeah. think, what are we doing for them? Because yeah. I can tell you what they've done for us. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's, it's just repackaging things so they're, so it's interesting as a consumer. Yeah. People you know what, anyway, I've got some ideas for us to just sort of level up with, like, doing other whole, different things. So, yeah, well, like, when we link up, we just got, uh, I got all these, I got some ideas that I've written down, and I'm going to go through them with you when we, um when we think, because I know you got man's back in that, and you got your ideas, man, as well, so We've I want to just start making, huh? Fam, then, I'm telling everyone right now, don't click this out, the manual. It starts. Oh this yeah, shit. yes, yeah. Watch out for the manual. I still got it. stuff in my phone saved in that that for us to talk I, about. I have still got stuff saved in my phone from hey, the yeah, manual. Yeah. Like the manual for me, I told my dad the other day. He said to me, "That's one of the smartest ideas you and Chucky have come up with." And yes. I got a good idea. He goes, "That will definitely do bits because, cause mm. that's an iconic piece of work. I want to yeah. tell everyone so much, but I can't. But yeah, me." Yeah, we got that. we've got it in the universe. We gotta make that. We gotta start moving with that. But Shut anyway, up. yo. So anyway, flipping. <laughs> yeah. You know my teacher. Yeah. So we had a conversation. Yeah. And you know, I made some speculations. Um, and it looks like Storms. He's clap. <laughs> And the killer visit comes out today at seven. It's two fifteen now. What comes out today at seven? That's that that song. It's already out. No way. What, what the Stormzy song? Are you not hurt, bro? It's out. It came, it bro. It? it came out at twelve yeah. o'clock last night oh, this morning, and the video just the video dropped at twelve o'clock today. Do you want to no watch the video? Way. Watch the video, bro. We'll stay. I'll stay. I'll watch it with you. No, no, no. No, I'm not gonna watch it. Because I, I've heard it's involving sending. Yeah, so, oh, so you don't know. I'd give you, I'll tell you. <laughs> so no, everyone's yeah. showing me all the lines. Everyone's showing me all the lines. I was like, bro, how did you get all the bars? It's out. Listen, oh. yeah. Obviously, Storms has come out, no trim, pissed off. That's what it looks like. He looks like he has said to himself, we, okay. Right. Bearing in mind, I need this to be super clear. This is just my personal. This is my my um, personal opinion. I don't know shit about anything. I ain't spoken to anyone about nothing. This is just me. A fact. If you watch me and you watch us, then you know that like I'm a fan of stuff. And and to be right. honest with you, can I be honest? I don't want to yeah. see this happen. 
Honest, and let me navigate you through it because you're the person that has more information. I don't have no information. Go, go. I should yeah, navigate you through it. On, All right, go. so cool. So 12 o'clock last night, because clearly I can see that you are mad about it. 12 o'clock last night. What is said that makes you go, uh-oh? What is said? Okay. What is said on that track that makes you go, uh-oh? Because apparently the whole track is right extended for everyone. I heard extending for someone else in the first part and the whole track is just man sending for each other can so, i just go one little step back just one more step back i saw tion um and because i follow dutch right and i want to don't let me forget about talking about dutch i want to talk about dutch yeah all right boom so anyway i seen them post a clip of this tune yeah mm-hmm. and stormzy's on the tune or whatever and the tune sounded good but mm-hmm. only a tiny clip so i'm like boom then yesterday right I heard they posted another clip, right? Which was like maybe at 6 p.m. Dutch. Dutch. All, everyone that was involved. Everyone that's involved that's got an Instagram, yeah? That, so Dutch, Tion, um, Sion Anderson. I don't know what she's doing. I think she's like involved in it some way, shape that's or form. Good. Shout out to Sion. Um, so anyway, then they posted, a, in that clip was the start of Stormzy's bar. And the first thing that. Stormzy says is, was he sending for me? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And that was essentially what I had said when me and you was taught having a conversation where I was talking about um, Chip's behavior patterns, about him like um, drawing people out. And then when the person reacts, then he sort of says, I, I wasn't trying to do that. But as you're here, I'm going to chop your head off. So that's kind of what happened with Tiny. Um, that's what that's definitely what happened with um, Youngen, and the Bugsy was obviously a bit different. But this one here was like, there's something that's happening that I and I told. This is what I said to you. I said there's something that hap- that is happening that no one is really talking about. Like when well, I'm listening to stop right here. Let's just be a little bit more clear because the good thing is I don't have as much information, okay. so I can say to you, I am, am I going all over the place. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm consumer. So. Yeah. You've narrowed it down to that situation manifesting, but why would that situation manifest? What happened beforehand? What was said beforehand for that Dutch record, for what, for it to be said, what was said on a Dutch record? What was said uh, initially? What, what do I think was said um, for Stormzy to react to? What, for that Stormzy's reacting to? Yeah, what is he reacting to? Because basically... Okay, I'll, t- I'll, I'll play it to you. I'll play it to you. I heard there was some lyrics of a project that, uh, you know, the other... I tried said. to play it to you. When we was doing the podcast, I tried to play it to you. You, I, you didn't want to hear it at the time. But I told you, let me do it. I'm going to do it right now. All right, do you know what I'm going to do, yeah? I'm going to redo the bar, yeah? I'm going to redo the bar because my Spotify is not playing, yeah? Okay. So this is what the bar was, yeah? It's on ways, yeah? And the bar was, you ain't even done 10 years in this thing. Round here, we don't hear you're a king. Man will take your throne. Piss on your forehead, know your role. With cold spitters, you ain't never been toe-to-toe. Step in the ring, get shown the ropes. Tell me what, you believe in God? Kill you off, you're the Holy Ghost. I'm like, when I heard that, which I said to you, I think I said twice on the podcast, but I'm like, it sounds, there's something about that. Like, there's something about it. And then I, and I listened more to it. And then like, then I knew, yeah, he's definitely going at Stormzy. And I thought, okay, cool. I actually thought that them two were cool. And let me be honest with you. Sending for someone doesn't necessarily mean that you're not cool. Do you agree with that? No. 
Okay, all right, cool. All right, then then the, you can debate this with me because I think I, that well, you could. I think that you could say. Sorry, right, it's all to do packaging, bro. Packaging is the most yeah, important. Because I I feel that let's say you for example, Poe, yeah, say you say that you're the coldest spitter and I'm a spitter, right? Me and you are cool. I might I might when we're together, I might occasionally just dig you in your chest and say, I'm letting you know, yeah, that I'm colder than you though. You know, like, some people have that. Like, I'm better than you, bruv. I'm a better skater than you. No, you're not. I'm the skater. No, nah, no, nah, I'm a better skater than you, bro. All right, cool. Coming up. We, do you know, we might even have to go outside and do a thing. If we do that, then I hear it. Then I can see that, you know, that there's, like, a competitive thing and it's come from that. But from this, I'm thinking, this is a bit weird to me because I thought that they were cool and this seems a bit more, seems a bit more personal. Like, it doesn't seem like this is just coming from the competitive nature of grime. This seems like this is a feeling towards a person for whatever reason that we we may not know. I don't know. I don't know these guys. I don't know the conversations that these lot are having behind closed doors. I don't know any of that stuff. But all I knew is, is that I felt as though this was a comparison or um, a, a behavior pattern that we've seen before. We've seen it with Tiny, we've seen it with Youngen, and now we're seeing it with Stormzy. And I've also felt as though what is likely to happen is Stormzy responds and then Chip does what he did with Youngen and he did with Tiny and is like, I wasn't, that wasn't what I was, but now you're here. Yeah? Now that you're here, let's do it now then. So, bro, like obviously Stormzy responded and I, I feel like, I feel there's a part of me that obviously wants to see a battle. Like, I want to see that. There's a part of me that doesn't want to see it. And I don't know. I, I woke up this morning, yeah? And when I listened to the thing again, I was trying to ask myself, why do I not want to see it? What is it? What is within me that doesn't want to see it? Because I'm a man who loves to see a clash, you know? Don't play with me. I will go on YouTube and watch a clash for four or five hours. Strong. <laughs> but why do I not want to see this? And maybe, again, I don't know anything about this, but a, maybe a part of me that doesn't want to see it is that like, I feel that this one is a bit, I feel like this one's a bit personal from one side. Do you know the it is, Chucks, yeah? I don't and know I don't want to see them do that. I don't know what to say on this, so I'm not going to say anything primarily on this. I'll just talk about how I look at things in life. Go. Life, you know? Go. I try and now relate everything I'm doing to life, I guess. So we can all, and all in my life anyway, and I recommend everyone do the same thing. So there's things that you don't tolerate in life, just try not to tolerate anywhere else, like in any other aspect of your life. So for me and my foundation as a person, if I have an issue with someone, I just tell them. Strong. I believe that if my issues with, issues with you, Chucky, the person I should tell is you. I'll give you an example of that. When me and Alham were just taking the piss out of everyone, as we do, we made a joke about you. Now, it'd be very easy for you to be having a conversation with Savage Dan on half cast and then do a response but not say my name. Mm. Then I would go, Chucky, if you've got an issue with me, why don't you, why don't you tell me? Mm. Well, what you did was hit me up. And it wasn't even that much of an issue. You just let me know how it's packaged and how that could potentially be interpreted. Mm. So I said, cool, I understand that. For me, that means that puts that situation to bed and we carry on of our lives. Now, if you done the other thing and didn't tell me and done that in with Savage Dan and someone goes to me, boy, I think 
Chuck is talking about poet. I hit you up and be like, bro, why did you just stole me and say there's an issue? Like, I'm confused. Like, why would you harbor that feeling and then tell everybody on the net before you tell me, but I'm your friend? So in life, I don't like that. So I don't know if that's what's happening here. Mm. But if, if that is what's happening here, I don't know if that's happening. It's just unfortunate. I just suggest that if people have genuine issues with people they genuinely care about, I think they should be the first person to know. Once they know first, and, yeah. and do you know what? They might have known first. But that should be the first point of contact. And if that isn't the first point of contact, I just feel that that behavior is just, I don't know. It's just its just not something that I would do. But everyone do what you want to I do. remember um, when... Um... I remember when Stormzy did a song with Tiny, yeah? And mm-hmm. Tiny had either changed his verse or he did something where he was talking about Chip and Stormzy didn't know. And so when the tune came out, Stormzy came onto the on the internet and was like, listen, like, man are not going to use me to fucking be a part of this. Because I don't even have an issue with man like that and whatever. So that is not what is going to happen. So he like sort of publicly addressed it while people were publicly talking about it. And so then when this, when the lines in that started, by, bearing in mind, I don't believe that anyone has to do this. I'm not saying anyone has to do this. I'm just giving my opinion on the way that I see things and it could be wrong. But when I saw that people started to see that Chip was seeming as though he was going at, at Stormzy and it seemed like it was coming out of nowhere he didn't do the thing that Stormzy did for him he like he didn't come out and say nah man man was spazzing out bruv but Stormzy's the bro you know like a bit man do that in it like that's the brother or this is family or you know like the get along everyone does all of that shit in it yeah so I didn't see it so I thought okay maybe maybe it happened privately maybe you know, them two spoke privately and they have an understanding of what it was. And now essentially we're the joke because we're sitting on the platform discussing something from a fan perspective and we're all wrong. But you know what? Clearly I wasn't because Stormzy's come and he's, he's responded and it seems to me, you ain't heard the song, but he didn't say it a lot, but it just seems to me that he's like, you know what? Is, this is what you want? Let's do it then. I, I, I feel like this is what you want. And I'm ready to do it now. So come on in. Like, I'm, I'm responding to what you've said. And now what you can probably do is you might as well drop the record that you've already recorded. Because there's a part of me that feels like Chip's already done the diss from a long time. He's just going to alter something quickly. He might just alter a couple of lines in it to make it seem a bit more current. And then he's going to try and chop a man's head off. And you know that he's going to come very hard. Pause. Ross. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, the kid of it is I haven't applied little to any thought to this situation uh, for, for obvious reasons. You know, it's just out of respect for the whole thing. So I don't want to yeah. move forward. I don't want to disrespect anybody. I don't want anyone to yeah. feel uncomfortable because of what I've said or to be offended by what I said because that's not the purpose of what me saying anything for. So I won't say anything about the, the two individuals in question. You say, are, you, are you worried that you're going to get an email or a text or something? <laughs> <laughs> Bruv, you know what? My walls are painted. This one's blue, that one's orange. Like, life is really good. So I just want to continue having a good life. And if it means that I don't have to talk about something to... And essentially, I am talking about it, but I'm kind of skirting around it like a bit of a pussy. So, yeah. Just ask me questions then. Ask, just ask me questions. Let me tell you something, right? Like, I... These guys in particular, yeah? 
I don't I don't necessarily believe that Stormzy thinks this. Maybe he might. Um, and with Chip and whoever else, yeah. One day there's going to be a time in life where mm. people realize that even with me in particular, that mm. I ain't the enemy, you know. I'm not <laughs> the enemy. I'm just a person who. I'm the person who my mum and my mum's husband are when they sit down around the table and they're listening to Roots FM and then they hear Dennis Brown playing. And then when Dennis Brown comes on, they start talking about what life was like around that time and who was clashing who and what was happening politically around that time, what was going on in their culture. Um, you know, all of the, the passion that they had for a time that they were, that, that is, that means so much to them. I just sit and listen to them have that. And that is something that is, I feel sort of I've inherited. Yeah. So. I pause you there. Huh? I pause you there. Go on. Because this is where then we could be the problem. Go on. The way that situation has manifested there was a particular procedure on how you felt the way you did. And now you've expressed that to the world. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not saying that's right. But that just means that when you interpret your, or when you send your message, people are never going to get it the way you got it because you got it around a table with your loved ones. Mm. So maybe the way moving forward, it's the one thing I've tried to adopt is whenever I see, and I can give you an example yesterday, whenever I see somebody going through something, before... I want to jump on the net and have an open discussion about it. I want to reach out to them and be like, yo, cuz, look, I don't know what's going on, but this is, and, and offer some advice that could potentially help them. They might ignore it and say, mind your own fucking business, fuck off. They might tell me, piss, or they might say anything, and that's fair enough. They're well within their rights. But you know what? I definitely want to be able to leave a message that can't be confused or can't be misinterpreted 10 years from now. I, 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 feel, like, I feel like I do that. I feel like no, me I'm not saying you don't do that. I'm I feel saying. like for me personally, when I sit and I speak about certain things, I uh, about a hundred thousand. I might even get a top that says this is just my opinion. That's the no, no, no. And secondly, I this is music. I'm not even discussing someone's personal. No, I know life. That. I'm discussing but, music. But I, again, like I said, as a young person, you listen to all the people that you love giving you a message, and you interpreted it. Like, I don't understand some of the people I'm talking about. Sometimes you know how much younger they are than me. And if yeah. all the people were talking about me when I was young, guys, I don't care if you're telling the truth, fam. Shut your fucking mouth and don't talk about me. I'm not even old enough to understand that they might be helping me. I'm not even realizing that they might be trying to help me. Because right now, unless you're directly around me speaking about it, you're the enemy. So essentially, even though I'm trying to help the situation, I have to be like, am I really helping the situation? Now, that's the way I look at the situation with me and you, because I don't think we've reached out to everybody that, in fact, I know we haven't. Because Why do I have to do that? You're right, do you I don't have to. Have to. I don't, I don't no, like... Fucks. You don't have to, but then do you know what? Maybe we should stop doing. What? Making ourselves clear about something because we've made ourselves clear on the channel for so long. I think everybody that watches us knows what we're speaking about. It's only when we speak about somebody who doesn't watch us on a consistent basis, they come in and get a little bit of the information. Like I can't I said, control that. I know, but then it's like, we shouldn't have to worry about making ourselves clear anymore. We shouldn't even care because the people that oh. know what we're talking about know actually what we're talking about. So right now we're changing oh, the whole thing to accommodate a group of people that are not even that large. And we're kind of neglecting everybody else. So from this moment forth, I'm actually not going to make myself that clear on this channel anymore. <laughs> I just realised. So you can speak about this. Right. I can speak about this. And I'm not going to be disrespectful. And if it's misinterpreted by the individuals in which I'm speaking about, it's actually calm. Wow. Let me just say something that I said to you off camera, yeah? 
And I'm, this is the last time I'm ever saying this. Ever saying this. Oh. Ever again. You know why? If I'm going to put it on loop in the, um, in the Apple store on YouTube. So you keep saying... Cool. It over yes. Over. All right, cool. If I have a personal issue with anyone, or if yeah. you have a personal issue with anyone, or your opinion that you're going to express comes yeah. from a personal place, you yeah. cannot use this platform. We could not use our platform to personally, um, to personally, we could not use our, yeah, we could not, no. sorry, I thought I had a delivery. We can't use our platform to personally diss anyone or attack anyone or to express personal issues that we have. I, I, I'm not, I didn't build this for that, bro. I built this, bro. Do you know one of my favorite conversations that we had? Yeah. One of our favourite conversations for me, yeah, was when we yeah. had an honest conversation about whether we felt like Tiny had musically fell off. Do you remember that? We had a passionate debate about that. And we were yeah. doing that before anyone was having those type of conversations. And I loved yeah. it because it wasn't from a place of, oh, we're disrespecting someone or whatever. We're just having a, 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 a geeky, a geeky conversation about something that we love a lot. Do you get me? And I love that. Huh? How long was that? Oh, that was like that was like in our first year. I can't lie, you was a bit rich. No. <laughs> you was, huh? you was. A... <laughs> but you've grown, bro, you've grown though. Of course, I've grown. Like if people haven't seen that, it's their business. Yeah, yeah. I know me, so I'm thinking about okay, because I'm older than Tiny, so I'm thinking to myself, all right, cool. He's younger than me. Yeah. He's doing his thing. He's minding his business massively. He's not troubling anybody, mm. and here comes this little light-skinned boy with plaques talking about how bad his second album is. Now... That's the packaging, bro. Just, yeah, the, 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 the conversation know, isn't a bad it, conversation. It's the no, packaging. but the way I packaged it, Chucky, and you're and unfortunately, fam, it's guilty by association. You're there. We can't disregard the fact that because I've given you enough reasons to be upset because there's just the way you do things. And sometimes I think I'm guilty of just laughing, fam. A man spent so long making a piece of art for me within yeah. one listen to come and just diss it like that. Yeah, yeah I, no, I hear that. that. No, I hear you. Like, and I feel, and I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I thought you was a bit wrong for that. <laughs> but listen, wrong. listen, I, I thought you was a bit wrong for that. This is a bit wrong, Chucky. I was this wrong, fam. Yes, but you know I, what? The okay. conversation isn't a bad conversation to have. It's the, it is the packaging. But like, again, I feel that we're straying from, I feel like we're just, I feel like we're going off topic. Because no, right now, the conversation that we're having right now, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think the packaging is off. I'm discussing a one of the biggest artists that we have right now, um, fit, biting a bait. You can't come on a... Do you think I can come on a... never been off, Chucky. But the packaging, we're not packaging it for me and you, fam. We're packaging it for the public. So if the public say anything where... If there's a large group of people saying... Something like, oh my God, I don't like the way this is packaged. Probably I can't just ignore it just because I'm cool and you're cool. And who's I think sometimes- Who's that though? Who, who is that? Because I don't know. The I, don't person, know. I don't know. Person, I've, only, I've only, like in the last few weeks, yeah. had one particular person who has Not been you. super angry about about the way that we've packaged something. And, and I it? disagree. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. And I, I disagree. Don't, to be honest with you, I don't think they were super angry anyway, but- um, I, that wasn't anger. I've seen anger before. Yeah, but, had... but, but I disagree. So then what happens then? What happens then? My, but that, that's for you to decide. Like, you see me, this is what I'm saying to you. With me, my walls are painted. <laughs> my house is getting redecorated. 
I'm in a really good place. I don't know what that's going to do to me. And then I don't know. So if I can say I don't know what that energy is going to do to me, I don't know what energy I was giving them. And it's just like, do you know what? Something. So what are you I'm, implying? I'm implying that some, I think, I don't think, I think we have now, but I think a lot of the damage on the way people look at us kind of is because of me early on and packaging it a particular way early on. I think it was so bad for so long. Even when we speak about this situation right now, it gets misconceived. It's wrapped up in so much bullshit. But you that's know why what you I, say if you okay, if people are going to consistently look at who you was back then and be stuck there, then what can you what can anyone do about that? Huh? Because I'm talking about something like sometimes I don't even need to. Are you uncomfortable? Yeah. Are you uncomfortable? <laughs> no, I'm uncomfortable with everything. I'm uncomfortable with not understanding yeah. everything to do with it, Sam Chucky. Because like I'm Chucky, do you see this job we got right now, fam? Mm. Man can sit down and chat. And bare people watch it. Man's got how many subscribers? Man's going to get 100k plaque. Like, I'm actually doing something constructive in my life. I'm not out here being many stupid things. Yeah. So with this responsibility, yeah, I don't think that me and you sometimes actually... I think you have. I don't think I, sorry, look at how man's using this responsibility sometimes. Because when I talk about this situation, I'm laughing, I'm doing all of that, yeah. And sometimes I'm thinking, cuz, some people are stressed about this situation, you know? Nah, I hear that still. But I'm not laughing at a man. No, no, I'm but... I'm laughing I... at a... I'm, I might be laughing... I might be laughing in the context of... um, I don't know, like... Like something... Something in it might be funny, but it might not be that I'm laughing at the person. Or I'm... Yeah. Uh, like, I'm not do. So it is. This is how it is. Now, now, I'm sorry, everyone. I think I've confused the world. I don't actually know what the issue is. So when I speak Neither about it... Neither do I. Yeah, so when I speak about it, that's what it is. When I speak about it, I'm not speaking about it in its entirety. So I'm going to get something wrong. So it's just going to fuck up everything. But you see, if someone releases an album, I don't like it. I don't mind. There's nothing no more for me to see. Here's the album. I don't like it. Rare, rare, rare. I'll find a nice way of saying it. With this issue here, it's so sensitive because nothing's clear. I don't no, even know... It, uh, bro, it, like, listen, I'll be honest with you. I don't know when it's going to... Because I don't know when someone is going to give any type of clarity on what the hell is going on. I don't think that they particularly have to do that. But at the end of the day, bro, at the end of the day, the way that I see it is two people that I listen to, Chip, yeah. someone that I I respect as an artist, Stormzy, I do too, personally. They are going back and forth with each other. It's going to be a big thing that they that is going to happen. And um, I feel like as... You know what? I but went on... I went on um, our Podomatic to change some stuff with the streaming and whatever, yeah? Um, yeah. With our, our stuff, we, we're on Spotify and, and Apple and on all of the streaming platforms, by the way, as a podcast, right? And the first thing that I saw in the bio was yeah. cultural commentators. And I thought, I wrote that like six years ago, yeah? And I was about to delete it and then I just didn't delete it. And like, I was just looking at it and I was like, I can't ever forget that like, the reason why I started doing this in the first place is because... I wanted when I did the first one with Wiley we was me and Wiley was talking about Wiley but we was also just talking about like just other stuff that is going on within the culture and all of that and I I enjoy that that is like something that I get a bit of fulfillment from of course I don't get fulfillment from you know um coming on the platform and and disrespecting people there's been one or two I'll be honest with you there's been one or two episodes that I've done that, I, that are not my proudest moments when I've like you know mentioned something <laughs> 
I've mentioned something really personal, like about someone's private life and that, like, you know, a particular woman. And I, you know, I just, I just didn't feel afterwards. I just didn't feel good about that. But you know what? I just learned from it. I'd never do that again. I'd never do that again. But let me tell you something. If you put something on the internet or you put something on streaming and it's music and I'm a man who sits here and listens to music and I'm a man who loves bars, I'm going to bring my brethren or someone and we're going to have a conversation about it. Like, right. and yes, it is my duty to not come here and fucking, you know, try to sway people's opinions or diss someone's character and all of that type of stuff. I definitely try not to do that. But like, and I don't think that I do that, but I just think that, bro, this is a big moment. What the fuck, bro? Of course man's going to have to say something about it. It's going to get worse. Yeah, and that's the thing. There is that now I'm working Lyrically. Out. Lyrically no, no. worse. I hear you. And the thing is, yeah, it's like, uh, do you know what? Sorry, last thing I want to stop you right there. Remember yeah. the situation that happened at um because we get into people hate us for this sometimes. But remember when um the stabbing that happened in the, that the award show in that, yeah. Those are the times where I'm like, I'm not coming on my platform no. to say. People want me to come and say, ah, oh, you know, so and so bored up this. I'm not doing that, bruv. Like, so yeah. I have a moral compass. Don't ever get this twisted. I have no, a moral you compass. Don't, don't trust me. No, no, Chucks, do you know what it is? Yeah, I just need to figure out what are the repercussions like fully from what man does if man doesn't have all the information from a life perspective and then see how this relays in this. So I understand the consumer is sitting down in their yard like, poet, I don't give a fuck what you say. Chucky, I don't give a fuck what you say. Tell us what you think about this clash because you know the beauty about that situation for them? That's where it lives, exists, breathes and ends and then you go back to your life. You see, when you're someone that works within this community, there are things that happen behind the scenes mm. off the back of what we may discuss and so on and so forth. Yeah. And I don't know how far it goes sometimes. I know why. When, a man, I when a man says something without being prompted, just says something, and then someone responds to that, that to me is more dangerous than like listening party, for example, people sitting down discussing music. I used to think that was so dangerous. It's not because... All you're discussing is the final product. I don't need to know anything else. The whole journey is, I've watched, I've got the whole journey here. And if I don't like it, I don't like it. This situation is in the middle. If I'm ridiculing it and I don't have all the information, I don't know how bad it's going to get. I don't know what the actual issue is. Right now, it's just all, it could be something really, really bad. And if I started by having a laugh, I don't know how I'm going to feel in four weeks time. And that's the only thing about me because I've done so much wild stuff. When you go through the consequences, I just have to gear up every situation. Like, how bad is it? Like, nothing, why? Nothing, man, no, I hear you, but no problem. Really why am I, man? No problems. Nothing's going to happen. We're all good. Yes. This situation, I don't feel that way about it. Okay. I just I, don't I, feel. I, I respect that. that. I just don't feel that way. I respect that. So I now have to feel like, how am I going to speak about this? Because if you, bro, let me tell you, I'll be honest with no. you. If you feel uncomfortable to do it, I respect it. Trust me. I fully respect it because I get that you're saying that you don't know, like, and I'm, bro, it's the same with me, but like, I, I can't control, I, I look at myself, I go out and something could happen to me because I've said something or whatever it is, yeah, but the thing is, bro, fam, I just know that, of course, I don't want that to happen, but I just look at myself in the mirror all the time and know my heart is so clean, bruv. And if, 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 
something needed to be addressed and there was a conversation to be had. I'm just down to have it. But like, I, as of right now, well, I, I haven't, as you. of right now, I haven't even ridiculed anything. All I've actually well, done is point anything. out, all I've done is point out what I've seen. I need you to point out. And I'm fully, I hear you. But like oh, I said, hold, you hold see on one sec, one sec, one sec. Hold your thought, one sec. Go on. So, yeah, like, do you know what it is? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I understand. This is too close to home for you, I feel. I feel like this is too close that, to home. I feel like a spoil sport. I do. But it's just that I just want everyone to know that because I'm not in the same position as you lot when speaking about this. I'm not in the same position as you I lot. Hear when that. I hear that. About, I'm not in the same position as you lot when I'm just not. So for me mm. to put myself in a situation where I don't know, the, I don't know how this turns out and I'm still here just talking about it like this, I just feel a bit weird. Like I said, when it was Wiley sending for my man, you know nothing's going to happen. You know it's just going to be a bad... Like, I've seen Wiley do this so many times, so I know the results of that. I'm, God, let's talk about it. Whatever, I was finding the reasons. This one, to me, because it's so... Behind, like, it's so hidden. It's so coded. It's almost like they don't want everyone to know, but they want everyone to know. So it's like, why wouldn't you want everyone to know? Like, like me, if someone has a problem with me and they say it online, I will be like, yo, what's the problem? Like, that's how I am. I don't hide around from things because I've got nothing to hide. Mm. Right now, I, I don't, this is, I don't have enough information. It's not as simple as my man said something in this song ways and my man said something in this nutrient. It's like, but why is all of this happening, bro? And if I find that it's something deeper than just these tracks, then it's like, I don't even want to talk about this. I didn't realize it was that personal. You know what? Oh, it, bro? If, if, I if don't he gets like that. I don't want to wait until then to decide. I yeah, want to know. Bro, bro, then, you know, but then you know what, though? With that being said, to play devil's advocate, you could feel that way about a lot of things, bro. No, I couldn't. Like, that is a lot of things. I'm actually not close to a lot of things. I'm not this close to a lot of things. All right, cool. All right, I, 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 I hear it. All right, I hear that. I hear I'm it. not as close. To, so therefore, like, for me to go and put myself in that position for all of that nonsense to happen, like, I don't even want any nothing to happen. I don't want man, man to say something bad about me in public and then people start defending me. I don't want any of that. I don't want yeah. nothing. I'm going to be honest though I will like if more things musically is happening I'm going to talk about it but like no no if more things happen and we get more information and we can see how it's going to go I don't go, know about the information thing no, no, I'm just hearing I about do. the tunes I do, like, I do. Okay. With, and that's with, fair that's with, fair with Wiley and my man I don't need to be around them enough to know how that situation is going to turn out so I don't care bro like, I don't care I'll talk about it all day but when I don't know and I look at both of the individuals I think they're not idiots I look at yeah. both of the camps, I think they're not idiots. How many hidden things do you say before you're in the same venue? Like, what are you really saying? What's it really? It's all yeah, good. Yeah, like, but, 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 do you know what, though? I don't fear that. The reason why I don't fear that, obviously, <laughs> I don't want that to happen. Like, clear. Exactly. I need this to be clear. Of course, I do not want that to happen. But of course not. I, I'm not moving. I don't, bro, I don't come here and like. I hear, I hear so, you. So, so I if you interpret it that, that way, then that's unfortunate. Well, okay, well, you're gonna beat you're gonna beat me up. <laughs> like, okay, cool. No, they're not gonna do nothing to you. I'm just gonna No one will do anything to you. It's like me and you are two different people. So how close you are to a situation, how close I am to oh, a yeah, situation. I hear that still. Completely yeah, differently. Yeah. So when I'm speaking, I'm speaking from the perspective you of me. I'll just I don't wanna you're be not, never gonna get no straps from doing something to me. Like look at me. That, no, but it's not about <laughs> I'm not even saying anyone's gonna do anything to me or you. I'm not even saying that for one second. Yeah, I'm saying that their camps, they have internal problems. Come yeah. on, fam. I can tell you right now, in this scene, if someone's got a problem with me, yeah. you'll probably have a bit of a problem with everyone around me. So if we're in a venue and we all see each other and it's a big, big problem, it's just not a nice atmosphere to be in. 
So now I've got to look at it from their situations. They're both very big within this field. Yeah. If they're in a situation where they're feeling a bit of tension and off the back of that, oh my God, they were talking about it on Halfcast. I'm just cropping up this combo so much because I don't want to be a part of what potentially can happen. So if I, I just say I, I did ask you. And, but you know what it is? It's because you're hearing too close and I'm like, you know what, Chucky, I'm out. I Man, we, like, before we started the podcast, I asked you, and I Chucky, you want to do this. And, and I, was told like, you, I told you, I don't mind navigating through it, but I know what you do because you do it to me all the time. You what? start what? doing no, you do it not on purpose, but you're able to draw information out of me that I don't want to give. Fam, so I'm myself. I don't want you again. If it's a no, personal thing, it. if it's a personal thing, don't not hear, bro. See an automatic door. Yeah. It doesn't mean to open when you walk in front of it. That's just the way it's wired. You walk in front of an automatic door, it opens. When you speak to me about certain things, there's certain things you say where I'm just going to start saying, you know what, Chucky? So I'm stopping myself from now. Poet, let me ask you this. Painting I'm being serious. I hate to have to say, ask you this, yeah? But let me say, it. do you actually genuinely believe that like when situations like this, not just mm. this, but like this happen, that I don't actually know, like I haven't been privy to certain things, like privately? No. Okay, Chucky, so no, the reason why I say this here is because I never come and I never ever say ever anything that has got anything to do with something that someone else has said to me or whatnot. I just try my best, yeah, to just listen to the music in isolation and situations in isolation and talk about that from there. So a, a prime example from that was like the, the, the chip and the tiny thing. All I ever spoke about what was was which was what was already out there. I wouldn't talk about what like conversations that I've heard and I would bro, that is I know I was doing the chatty patty thing before and I was not like I'm not on that. So when a man's ringing me and if, if I'm hearing about certain things, I'm not gonna do that. But if it's already out there and it's a conversation to have, then I might just I might just mention Sorry. it. I'm not going to keep repeating myself. Yeah, we're going, oh, we're going round and round. But I, I do get, I don't want you to think I don't understand you. I understand you. I'm speaking from me. I understand you. I'm not speaking on behalf of the world or England. I'm just saying. Same. Me, I know how my situation pans out. And if you. I don't know how this situation pans out, I'm not prepared to do anything. Because you but might get a North London bad man ring the phone. And it's, do you know what it is? The, I like, let's, right, let's talk about, let's talk about this quickly. You know, it yeah. feels a bit, you know, the stomach feels weird when the bad man rings the phone, innit? It's not that, Chucky. I'm not talking about me. I don't care with me. No one can't do nothing to me because there's no... I've had it. I'm talking about with them. With okay. their two camps right now, they're not idiots, fam. Like, this is entertainment for everyone because it's entertainment for everyone. Yeah, if you are from... They're these, giving us the entertainment, by the way. No, it's not all fun in games sometimes. I'm from a culture where if you step on a man's trainer, gunshots are going off. So if two men are sending indirect for each other on a track, I'm just saying, cuz, man don't know how... You say you're going to sit out this one. You're going to sit this one out. I don't know how this one turns out. So... <laughs> If I knew it was going to turn out in a gun war, I would actually would talk about it. If I know how it's going to turn out. But where I actually think to myself... Yeah, was, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think anyone's... I don't know if... I don't, I think don't know what's going to happen here. I'm a cultural commentator. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what? I had, a, I had a man ring my phone one time, yeah? Man rang me one time and said, Chucks, with his, nu with his number 
up. Man didn't yeah. ring me on private number. He rang me with his number up. And yeah. he said, Chucks, when I see you, I'm going to chop you with an axe. What? And he put the phone down. Fam, I was around the dinner table with my family. I couldn't even concentrate. I, like, <laughs> I couldn't concentrate, bruv. I was like, what? Why? What did I do? This I was obviously I was mad young these times or whatever. But obviously, look, that didn't happen. I am not trying to do be that guy, but there's obviously oh, still, bro, no, there's no, still sure. there's men out bro, there's men out there that care about me a lot and love me enough to make sure that a situation like that could not just happen just like that. So obviously <laughs> that came into play a bit. But you know when you get the map like, oh mate, when you get someone ringing your phone on that tone, fam, it's just not even lovely. I'll be honest. So with you, stay away from that, kids. That, stay away yeah, from that. Their message is there. I don't care. I just want what? To I don't care no more. When a man That's rings it. you with your number coming up, with his number coming up, like anything, I just don't care no more. Because you know what it is, Chucky. Nah, I look at a big man. That's different. Isn't I look it? at who I am and what I do and what I represent. And if that's the energy you're giving me, know that I'm not that person I am. Cause you're just trying to pick on a weak target, fam. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't take you serious now. And look right? at man, the man's trying to chop me with an axe, like, like he even needs an axe to chop me. You'll miss you. <laughs> <laughs> you were short again. Alright, listen. Anyway, this isn't going to be the last that you hear this from me. But um, I obviously I feel like these two are going to engage in a war. I hope that it, it is. It is. Um, it doesn't become too personal, and it doesn't become anything other than music. Because essentially, man have been doing that in grime and dancehall and that from Dwade. So you know what? Two guys who's at somewhat of the the top of their musical, well, musical and lyrical career now expressing it for whatever reason they're doing this for. Because I have no, I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> I don't know why these two are doing this. But you know what? The next couple of weeks is, I feel, maybe interesting. It may not be. But, you know, we move. In the meantime, between time. I think they need to start America over again. I think they need to start America all over again. Listen, they need to, I feel like a lot, there's a lot of countries that are not perfect, bro. A lot uh, that are not perfect. <laughs> but in my heart and soul, bro, I feel like America needs to start again. This whole thing is built off stolen land, you know. Blood. Yeah. America is built off blood, bro. Blood today. And now... What you're seeing is, you're seeing the effects of what was happening many years ago as a conditioning into like the, into today's society and seeing it in a different way. But there's no difference in it, really, when you think about it. Someone, I had a conversation with someone one time on the phone and they lightly implied, you know, they tried to otherize the black struggle. Ah, oh, but everyone, ah, oh, but everyone, fam, it's not the same. It's not the same. We are not safe anywhere. 
We are not safe anywhere, even a lot of times in our own home countries. The reason why we're not safe there either is because there's a conditioning. There's a conditioning that has been going back from thousands of years ago and a certain mindset that has been implemented even in, with us. Even with us. We are not safe anywhere. It's not the same. It's not the same, bro. And particularly, like, you've been to America more times than me. Yeah, so your experience, which I'd like to hear even from, like, as a black man, I don't know whether you've dealt with the police or whatnot. But fam, they feel like, they feel like robots, you know? You know the police out there feel like robots? They feel like, if, if you wanted to, if someone wanted to ask, if a young buck said to me, what is conditioning? Like, what is conditioning? I just take them to America and say, look how the police move. Look at their mindset. Look at how they're dealing with a particular group of people. Look at that. Look how, like, plain, emotionless they seem. Look at them. Look. Look, you don't even have to look far for it. People have put an, a knee on a man's neck, poet. Four Chucky, man. Chucky, Chucky, this is the problem right now. I've done some real long thinking about this, Chuck. Proper sat down, a long talk about it. And looked at all the problems that this spurns off when it happens. Because that situation there, obviously, is one of the most horrible things I've ever seen in my life. One of the most horrible, devastating things. As you get an older person, you realise it's not just a young black man dying there. It's a, apparently, you know, it's a good person within his community. So now it's a person in the community that's died. It's a son that's died. It's a brother that's died. It's a cousin that's died. It's like when you take a look at the amount of uh, roles that one person plays and he's no longer here, it really puts it into context. Then I look at everybody's response. And... Um, uh, I can go back to like Damiola, Damiola Taylor and all of this. Like the responses, well, the, the best responses is too similar. Go on Channel 4 or BBC News, talk about how bad it is, do some public outrage. And then after two, three months, we go back to regular transmission. Now, all I think is the problem here is education. Mm -hmm. We're not educated enough. We find little big fragments, bits of information and we shout about those things and we have to stop shouting that this is bad. We all know this is bad. And we need to start shouting about the solution. And I, I don't know what the solution is, but I think re-educating everybody or re-educating the next generation of people coming into the world uh, is, is, is far more important than trying to educate the old guard what they're doing is wrong. I think they know what they're doing is wrong. They just don't care. So now you've got to try and figure out how to decode that person to make them care about a situation that means so much to you. That will take so long. You live it, you know? As black people, we need to understand. I don't even know if we're able to be racist towards white people. Like slavery happened for 400 years, I heard. Uh, I've read, sorry, um, 400 years. You're talking about how long apartheid, all of these things has brought a condition into the black man today. We are wired, all of us are wired a particular way and our family was wired that way. So they gave us that wiring. It's like when we, revert, sorry to carry on about it. because no, 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 keep going, bro. Don't do Well, I think of myself as a, a 13 year old black boy, how I operated in comparison to my 13 year old white friends. And then when I went to their home and compared it to my home, it, it was a complete disparity was still, the difference was huge. But then I thought to myself, the white people within England have had, a, well now anyway, a huge amount of time to set themselves up. So the generations of family going forward are a little bit more organized and structured. Whereas the first black people from Caribbean came here like the 1950s, 1960s. So if we've got any black artists or anything, number one in the charts, We've done this in about 
we've done this in under a hundred years. Like we should be fucking celebrating and be happy that we've managed to unwire ourselves to use our struggle for financial gain and for freedom in some capacity. I mean, we'll never really be free, but like, bro, black people need to start looking at themselves as kings. Black people need to start looking at themselves as real influential people that can make serious change and understand all the qualities that you have that makes you you the person you are is a skill. If you are able to communicate to loads of different people throughout whatever you're doing in your life, figure out how that's money in the business world. Because what we need to do is be more influential at a corporate level. When I see all of these situations and these black people dying, I think about all of the people I've let into the world, I've, I've helped come into this world. And I think to myself, how much are you helping our culture? Fuck the music. Just because you work in music, it doesn't mean you know about culture. Just because you're a top DJ within our music and you play a couple black songs doesn't mean you know about our culture. Just because you're an A&R or a record label doesn't mean you contribute or know about our culture. Contributing and knowing about our culture is telling me how this one thing impacts the community and the importance and significance of it. How can we make it grow? And if it's bad, how do we change it? What's the solution to make it right? I'm sorry, I've lived for a little, little while now. I've seen the situation manifest too many times and I'm tired of the response. I'm asking for us to re-educate ourselves. I'm asking for us to re-educate the younger generation of people coming through so they understand when they see this at 15, 16 years old, this is not right. Because the last thing I want is a 30-year-old in however long time, in 15 years time, the 30-year-old at that time to think this is the way to conduct himself when he has a position in the police authority. How do I stop the next man in power accepting that shit? I'm more in, I'm more more worried about that because I can clearly see for as long as I've lived, so much black people have died like this and nothing's changed and bare people are doing stuff. And I'm just thinking, I understand it's going to take a long time. I understand it's, you know, to implement change. But what it's made me realize is all my brothers have been dying for so long, fam, and it hasn't been documented, cuz. And I've just been dying, fam. Like, real life, I've just been dying, cuz. And it's not been documented, fam. All I'm asking people, let's re-educate ourselves. Let's understand how important we are. Let's not just let people into our community and allow them to dictate everything because they do music or dictate everything because I, I'm talking about me as well. If I'm doing things in my community that's damaging, fam, let man know, bruv. This is fucked, bruv. Yeah. Two kids, fam, coming into a world where, because it's racist. It's the most racist yeah. planet I've ever seen in my life, fam. How can I be racist towards a white person, fam, fam. if I'm born into a world where I'm oppressed? It's yeah. fucked. Do you know what it is as well, though, bro? The reality is, yeah, of course, there is some re-education that we need to do in ourselves, and some some unlearning, I would say. I think there's a lot of unlearning that we need to do, but this isn't about us, really. This is about them. And, like, this is why I said, I've said so many times, I'm not saying that this is the full solution. I'm not saying it. I don't know what percentage of it is, yeah. But I just genuinely believe that, like, the way that some of these things can stop is when white people stand up for it and say hold on a minute yo you can't do that around me you can't put your you can't put your neck on this black man you can't put your knee on this black man's neck around me that didn't happen bruv three other men joined in three other men joined in and another don was just standing there just standing there and no one's doing anything so you know what as black that do you know what that shows me a hundred black people on the same wavelength could have been there expressing the same feeling the outcome doesn't change because in their mind they 
They they they find a way to justify that. Look, let's look at this woman, yeah. That woman, Amy Cooper, her name is the woman in Central Park, where she yeah. had a dog running around the place, um, and the man was telling her about the dog or whatever it was, and he filmed her, and she said, <laughs> she said, I'm gonna call the police. He said, go on then, and she said, I'm going to tell them that an African American man is threatening my life. Can we unpack this? Let's unpack this. I'm going to tell them, wait, listen, I'm going to tell them that an African American man is threatening my life. When she said that, you see when she said that, do you know what she was hoping for? She was hoping for that Don to be George Floyd. Why? On the floor with a knee in his neck. She knew how, she knew the implications of being on the phone by saying an African-American man is threatening my life. She knew that. So now let's, 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 um, let's, let's dig into her life a little bit. Let's say she has a child now because we've already seen inst incidents of, I don't know if you've seen this, but there was one that went viral of this young kid who said, um, the mum said, what happened to the cupcakes? And she said, someone stole them. The kid's about four years old. Someone stole them. Who stole them? It was a black man. She ate the fucking cakes, bro. So where does she get that from? She gets that from her upbringing and her parents. That she don't just wake up one day and just that. So you have a whole load of people like that, like women like that, men like that, that have this deep within themselves. They need the unlearning. They need someone who is going to turn around to them and say to them, this mentality is fuckery. And black people are tired of trying to explain to them, yo, this hurts Chucky. a man's feelings, bruv. Chucky, I understand that fight needs to happen now. The question is, we have to ask ourselves, who has to have that fight? I don't no longer think that's the fight I need to fight. I got to look at the position and the role of myself within my community and what can I offer to help my community? Because I can make some real change. And I think the change that I can make is more important than tweeting. But there are some people, that's the only change they can make. So my brother, fucking love that tweet. Thank you. Thank you for showing black people support because you maybe, maybe that's the only change you can make. So go on, go on with your bad self. You see me and you see some people that are in similar positions to me, we got a different fight. We can't be doing what the same man at the ground level is doing. We have to educate them on what you do when you're at this level. And I don't think we're doing a good job of it. I think the people on ground level are doing a fucking amazing job. They rise up, they do hashtags, they rise up when this situation happens. They tell man, retweet this. You see their job? You see that younger generation, that under 25 generation of rising up them situations on the net? They do their job. I'm asking all the older generation of people, are you doing your job? Because my community is under attack and we're attacking each other. That's why I'm saying to you, I don't know if I want to talk about certain things because seriously, like my man's got his bus up fam. Black people are getting, and it's not the first time. It's not the second time. It's not the third time. So what are we doing to try and prevent this? It can't be me talking to them. Them no, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's us, honestly. But Chucky, I, 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 do you I, know what? Chucky, I got to think about our, our, our group of people. I know that I know they're the enemy. I know they're the enemy. So what am I doing to prepare my people for war? That's what I'm asking. What we have, to, I think what we have to do, well, actually, I don't know. Someone, someone, maybe you tell me what you think about this. But I, 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 I feel that we have to try. First of all, anyway, 
is we don't even know the real reasons that the most educated man looks at that situation. We don't know the reasons why he's angry. He's the most important person in our community. Do you know who, why? Who are you talking about? Whoever that person is. Say for see the reasons why I will explain I'm angry about that situation manifesting with my man getting his head um stepped on the floor or killed or what have you by the yeah, policeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way I will explain it, I won't be able to show a complete ignorant bastard why it's wrong. Because the way I will explain it, it will have passion, I'll be angry. I don't think I'll get it through to them. I think somebody on this on this planet is able to get that message through to them. I want to direct any problems that we have in getting through to that type of individual to someone that can get the message through to them because I can't and I don't think a lot of us can. Enough man are They're tired still killing us. So where is the person that can handle the responsibility of communicating that message that it needs to stop whilst we start educating ourselves on the things that we're doing wrong in our community. So there's loads of fights happening. Now we've got the people on the ground level telling man, yo, you can't do this. At the same time, we've got people within our community educating everyone, which happens, but I think it needs to happen more. Just educating people on slavery, how long it was for, why you're a king, all the life skills that you've got, how important they are, how you can man how you can grow your community, working together as a real community and trying to build up this thing. Because bro, we were in slavery for four hundred years. Like our mentality is not well, longer than that. <laughs> longer than, bro, longer than, we need to longer stick together. If it's longer than that, bro, if there was ever a time for us to all stick together, if there was ever a time for man to try and help, I, I need you to really try to understand what I'm saying in this year. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, I'm not, I don't I'm not disagree with you. It's so bad. I don't know how to convince them to stop being a monster, but I know how to convince someone in my community and to put that thing down there. Let me try to help you get a job. Put that thing down there. Let me no, try. Help it, it, what it sounds like is yeah, that like how how it could come across is that like that there's a reasoning that has something to do with us that makes them act this way. No, and and I don't, it's not us. It's not us bro. I'm here to tell you that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when these things happen, I yeah. haven't got enough power to do what I want to do. Mm. So I'm saying to you, the people that have the power to have an impact online, go and do that online so there can be some awareness. The people that have the power to try and educate all of us so we're more equipped for situations, because I can't prepare the devil to deal with what we're dealing with right now. You're the devil, yeah? I don't even want to talk to you. I'm going to sit down with my people and say, look, we've got the devil. I think white people need to use their privilege. That's in a nutshell. That's what I think. I, the thing is, I, me asking for that, I don't see how that's going to happen. No, because, neither do I. <laughs> I don't either. I don't, what, I don't see how that's going to happen either. But. Course, but you know what? I tell you what, Jay-Z would never get his head cracked open on that curb. So I'm gonna make all my people realize they're kings. I'm gonna make sure that people can't walk into our community and do this. What can we do? I don't know, but I think by having them conversations and trying to implement that, we'll find out in like maybe a hundred years, maybe not in my yeah. lifetime, yeah. but we'll find out because yeah. man, we were slaves and we're yeah. still fighting each other the way they love. And then they come in our community whilst we're fighting each other and then kill us off or throw us in prison and just separate us even more. They've got, they, they created division within us. So it's easier to separate us. I'm saying, Let's create some more, like, let's be more solid so we can tackle this devil together. Because tackling this well, devil yeah. right now is really hard. Well, yeah, I, and I, I feel like maybe one thing that needs to happen in some way is for black people in particular and people that are on side um, do, and I don't know what this is, but do the thing that will make the biggest political impact. I think sometimes, yeah, when we resort to violence, which I understand, 
Because yeah. sometimes I, I do believe. Sometimes I do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But sometimes I do believe if you don't hear, you must feel. Sometimes I do believe that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm a human being. That's just how I feel. But, yeah, I think, yeah, that sometimes when a system is run in a way that doesn't benefit us at all, yeah, yeah. it ultimately, by acting on violence, then allows the people that run the system to implement laws that affect the minorities. Do you get what right. I'm saying? So now, right. before you know it now, you know what I mean? Laws like free strikes in your app and Ross Clark, you know, all of these other little things that like just, they just affect the the, the minorities, which is yeah. us in this in that situation, yeah? So I yeah. think that like ultimately trying to figure out what the best thing to do to make the political change is the best fit. I don't know. I, you'd have to speak to someone like maybe a Carlo who can answer them type of questions. But what I also do think as well is that like the reality is we should always be looking to like uplift ourselves, yeah, in whichever way that we can. I'm not very good at being on the phone with people who are always negative about life and always bringing that like because a lot of the time when I'm speaking to my brethren on brethrens on the phone, when I'm, whether I'm talking to Ben, I'm talking to Wesley, I'm talking to my brethren Mark, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to Prince, whoever, yeah, Tara, all my other brethrens. A lot of the conversations that we have, a lot of the time, are uplifting conversations in some way, shape or form. Do you get what I'm saying? We are uplifting each other, encouraging each other and having, catching joke and being stupid, but we're doing that, yeah? So, yeah. of course, I'm for that. But when a system and a mindset has been embedded in people's minds, yeah, for a long period of time, and we live in essentially what is their land, and this is something that is ultimately, you know, these laws and the system sometimes is against us. Like, we can do all of the empowerment that we like. But when a man puts his, his knee on your neck, yeah, he's going to kill you. And what is likely to happen is, what is likely to happen is, he's going to, he might lose his job like this Don did, but he ain't going to jail. But see that the other way around. See it the other way around. See it the other way around. Chucky, Chucky, you're telling me something I know. Chucky, no, I don't want you to think I'm. I'm not. I'm just telling you how I feel. I'm not. Very disrespect, and I don't mean to ridicule you. Give me a very simple situation, which the end of it is you're angry about this. We need to stop them. I'm saying to you this. I'm trying to give a solution. I don't give a solution. Person saying don't do this is going to stop them. Do you know why? Because a black person saying let them do this ain't going to convince me. It's a belief. You're asking somebody who is 40, 40 years old to sacrifice their belief. I don't know how to make a 40-year-old who believes in racism sacrifice that. I'm not racist, so I don't even know how to decode that. I don't either, but I know one thing that so, would help. One, one, I know one thing that would help. Let me stop you, let me stop you right there. I don't know how to tackle something. So if I don't know how to tackle something, why am I tackling it? To me, that's... A rule for because anything. it affects you. Because it affects I, you. No, no. What affects me more, much more than being killed by racism, is things happening within my community where we're killing each other. So I'm saying to you, if I can't even turn to my peer to help me with racism, I've got an issue because racism has not gone anywhere. Furthermore, racism is so bad; it's conditioned a, a black man to think anything bad. Sometimes, like you've walked into a world of oppression. So you being pissed off after one year of living makes sense because you've come into a world of negativity. So how am I going to expect you to be happy? 
I don't expect you to be happy. So now it's like, fuck, how can I change your world? Even just your little world, just your little community, where I can protect you for like 10 years, educate you, let you understand about the dangers you're going to go into, and then send you into that world well-equipped to deal with the dangers. Because in 16 years old, I didn't know how to deal with these dangers. None of my friends knew how to, know how to deal with these don't. dangers. We still don't. Of course we don't. But by educating us on the dangers, at least when I get there, I'm aware that they were there, and I can just try and find a way to safely navigate through it. We're not fight like, it's fucked for us right now. I need to, I, and the killer is, I reckon... Generations from us will find out a way of tackling racism more effectively. But until we can find that person that can tackle that, I would rather look you lot. There's some people on the ground that are letting everyone know we ain't tolerating racism. Let them keep. There's loads of active programs. No one should be tolerating racism. No, no, where there's bare people saying we're tolerating it. But we can't just do that. There's loads of other things we need to do. Whitney showed me that fight needs to happen. That fight is actively happening. And I'm fucking happy that fight's happening. But now I'm like, what can I do? That fight's happening. What can I do? I don't know, just want to join in with that fight. I want to go and do something else. I want to try and help my community a little bit more. So even though I won't be helping my direct, I won't see the effects of it today, but at least maybe my children's children might see the effect. I'm thinking so far down the line because that's what the Willie Lynch theory was. A theory that could affect the man, uh, the, the black man for years. They thought of something that can kill us for years and it's worked. So I need to think of something that can help us for years. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, I but fam, I hear a bit of what you're saying, and I do believe that, like, obviously, the teaching comes as like the 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 new generation that is coming into the world because that is, you know, if you can get in their minds earlier, that is, yeah, bro. But, but you know what, like, I don't know, man. I let the I just, I just don't want to. I just don't want this to be diverted on a thing of like, you know, this, about our issues in in our community because no, ultimately, yeah, we do have issues in our community in that we do. But this here, this situation here, I've heard, the, it's, a lot of the issues that we have in our community anyway is yeah. stem from all the fuckery from God knows how long anyway. They're smart. They keep fucking up everything we're doing for us to keep thinking about how we can stop them from fucking them up. And then in the time that we're dedicating to fucking like preventing them, we're making ourselves more vulnerable. So I'm saying, let some people fight that fight. But there's another fight that needs to be fought. Let people make sure you can't fuck us yeah, up. That I'm not, I don't want to talk about, I just personally, obviously I want to talk about our community and stuff because we do that anyway. But this yeah. here is not us. This is like, the, the people that have been antagonized in this situation has got nothing to do with any type of black and black crime, which doesn't exist anyway. It's just crime. Yeah, but like, this is about someone who's just going about their business and all the only thing that has got in their way of something that has happened is this. This is the only thing. No, no, Nothing to do with community. It's racism. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm saying to you, it is you, Chucky, because you've experienced racism. If anybody yes. has experienced racism and they saw that, they were outraged. You can't tell them it's not them. It is you, my brother. You've gone through racism as well. You're hurt. Go and voice your opinion. Let them know, my bro. Speak up. I don't blame you. But guess what? Somebody else that could do something more than that as well, what are you got to do? Don't you just speak up and leave it there. Let that man speak up. That's all he can do right now. What can I do is what I'm thinking. Bruv, man's been speaking up, bruv. And that's uh, why at first, that's why, you know what? I wasn't even that mad. I, I was, obviously my thing is we need to make the, the right political change and all of that. That is the idealistic thing to do. Yeah, and loot in your own community is not really the best thing to do. But you but know again, what? Matt, but listen, let me just, said. let me finish, bro. Let me finish. They it. weren't even looting like that. Do you know who started it? Who? A police officer. It's all on looting. 
Alright, cool. Well, whatever, whatever. I'm not even trying to. I'm just. That's not the point that I'm trying to make here. But essentially, what I'm saying is, is that ultimately, I now can't even be mad when, and I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying in, just oh, no, in general that, like, I can't even be mad now when man is saying, you know what? I've tried to politely tell someone the way that you're moving and the things that you're saying upsets me. I've tried to make you understand that your thought process is oppressing people. I've tried to make you do that. I even kneeled. I tried to kneel. I even went out and I kneeled and I tried to stand for something and I tried to do all of that. And then I come outside my yard and I still see situations like this where a man's doing that. I'm vexed now. I'm vexed, innit? And that is why, that is one of the reasons why London got mashed up with the Mark Duggan thing. Because, you know, it got to a point where things have been happening for so long. Man, I just fed up, bruv. You know what? I'm going to go out and do a... I'm not condoning it. But it just gets to the point where it's like, you know what? Yes, we we know we got our issues. We know that we got things that we need to deal with and we got our address and all of that, yeah? But you lot are treating us like fucking um, ants. Like, do you, know, do you, know when you, you can't get do that, bruv. Do you know when you get that treatment? From day one. Exactly. And that's why people Imagine from up. the first moment you're born into... It's like you're born into a world of racism. Systematic racism. Racism on your doorstep. Racism at football. I just think it's designed to trap you. And I don't want it to trap exactly. me. Exactly. I hear so that. I, you're right. Is, let's sit down because they're so smart. And then what they do is they probably promote the videos of outrage just so they can get some more criminals. So when you jump on the roads and you do more, like we can all focus on the death. I I don't even know how much man died off the back of that death. So what I'm saying is, cause it's very easy for them to control our behavior. Kill a black man, everyone goes mad, start smashing up everything. That's that's why I said, that's why I said the the best political change. That's why I said that. Yeah, it's a trap. So all I'm saying to people is, I'm not saying don't do what you're doing. I'm just saying, what else can we do? Because this has to stop now. And if it can't stop with a generation that exists, what can we implement where we can slow it down in a hundred years time? Because Willie Lynch thought of a theory that can create all of this madness I see right now. And I'm like, cuz there's somebody on planet earth smart enough to think of something to reverse that theory. I don't know who it is, but I trust us to find it. I hear you. I just also, I also feel that like, even using the, the Willie Lynch theory, which is a good one, like that, that stops with obviously black people being pissed off and rebelling against it. But it also stops when a man that is privileged stands next to him and says, you're going to do what? No, but, do what? He needs you can't to do that around me. He does you're it crazy. But Chucky, he doesn't know it's bad. These people don't know it's bad. They don't know. They do what it is. They recognize I'll it. I tell you what, that woman who said that she's going to ring the police and said that the African American man was threatened, she knew exactly what she was doing. And do you know what it is? We're not trying. Because remember, I'm not trying to find a cure for people that already know. I'm trying to prevent more people from getting that virus, and I'm trying to cure people within that virus. Racism is a virus. So there's no point in me telling everyone, there's this massive virus, there's this massive virus. And when it happens, oh my God, look what the virus is doing. It's like, hmm, what's the cure for this virus? Okay, mm. until we find the cure, we've got to prevent more people from getting it. And then we need to find stuff that we can throw in that community can change. Because I can say to you, oh, we need to find a white person um, that goes stop racism. But I think what's more powerful than that is when I watch American History X. If you re-educate someone within that world that's very influential and say to them, because this is what you're doing, 
if they can go, oh my God, I've got it wrong all along, instead of me trying to get one person to tell three people, this man might be able to tell a thousand people. It happens in our communities all the time. The record label will have a new artist. They're like, hmm, how can we get them to be known within that community or be influenced in that community? They do a collaboration with someone, boom, hey presto, all of a sudden we all like them. You can't just get any random black guy. We'll be like, nah, he's not our community. So we need to, imp we need to find a cure so we can get one person in that community and then hopefully it spreads and that is the cure over there. But I just don't know what that is. Yeah, I hear you. I'm on this white con um, unlearning thing though. I've, I'm, do you know, I saw, <laughs> I saw a video today, yeah? of a brother, he's in London somewhere, right? And he's chilling on the, his estate. The police roll up, right? And then they say to him, he's filming them. They say to him, uh, do you live here? He says, yes. They said, what are you doing? He said, he's chilling with his brethren. Then they, she asked him again, do you live here? He said, yeah. Then um, she asked him, have you ever been arrested before? Uh, he says, yes. She said, why? He said, she's... Um, he said what she said why he said um, driving she was like oh okay well basically we suspect that there's drug dealing going on around here and you haven't given me enough evidence to suggest that you live here so um, I'm going to do a drug search on you all right he says okay cool right so now she goes over she grabs him by the arm and he says hold on like don't grab me like that straight away uh, let me put the cuffs on let me put the cuffs on it's like what that is there what that has explained to me, what has shown me, shown to, to me is that that is black fear. The moment that he says, wait, you can't just grab me like, what? Let me put the, let me put the cuffs on. Let me put the cuffs on. Like now, you, you now are, you are conditioned to believe that this black skin is dangerous. But how do we implement? That's not my problem. That's yours. No, no. So how do we implement change there? Because for you to be educated like that, you must have gone somewhere where they told you- Your parents, right. your area. I don't know if it's the parents, because I've got to be honest, my parents didn't make me do those things on road. I done it because of some other reason. Yeah, I, shouldn't I, I shouldn't say that, I shouldn't say that, I shouldn't say that. I'll take I, that back, I'll take that back. I say, I look at that police force and I'm saying, when you're trained to do something, because remember, from day one, everything is learned behaviors, everything is copied. You live in a hood, the house is on one side, the house is on the other side. All you ever taught in school is to learn information, to actively use it on a test day. So all we're ever really, really taught is how to be uh, 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 like a system in society and all we're taught is how to, you know, to comply to society. So this woman is like, well, I want to comply to society because she's lived by that whole code her, her whole life. So should we go to this police thing? They say to her, probably if you see someone, you know, it's a bit ethnic or a bit black, you know, they, they, tell, they, they usually act a bit out of character. Make sure if they do any of these things, just arrest them or just do this. She's not told to think and to look at the situation no, uniquely. No. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. To, you know what? Look at that guy. How is he behaving? If that yeah. individual behaves under these parameters, this yeah. is how you should behave. It's bad learning she's getting. So mm -hmm. I'm saying we need to go to places where these people are educated incorrectly and make sure we can infiltrate there because we'll have a stronger impact than jumping on. Like, let the Twitter. They don't want us to do that. I agree with you. Do you have oh, spot on? They don't plan. want us to do that. They didn't want us to have flipping storms with number one records and Dave screaming black. They didn't want us to have so solid at the Brits. It's not about what they want. If we think of a way we can do it, we've proven it over the years. They didn't want man to fucking win that, that race in Germany where he puts his hand up like that. With him. Like they never want man to do things, but you know what? You can't stop us. You can't stop us having the best footballer in the world at one time. You can't stop us having the most popular musician. You just can't stop us. So what I'm saying to you is, Everyone has to realize we are powerful. We just know certain things if we just apply our thought. Because all the things that my mom said to me, I can't do, I'm doing. 
My mum said to me, oh, you can't go on YouTube and have a job. Guess what, mum? I paid your rent for a year. Guess what, mum? You can probably go on holiday right now if you want. I could send you on holiday yesterday from YouTube. Yeah. So I need to think, I need to let people know, like, I don't want to tell the younger generation you can't. I want to tell the younger generation you can. And I want to try and do it as well. So the younger generation looks at us and says, not only is this not right, but we can think of a solution. Because all these other people are doing are thinking of more ways to get us locked up. More ways to, that's all racism is thinking, more ways to trap us. So if we think of more ways to react to them trapping us, we're going to forever be trapped. When do we think of a way to get out of the trap? That's all I want to know. We need to think of the best thing that is going to make the, the, the biggest political change. And yeah. we also need to be in, we need to find ways, or they, the wh white people that are on side, need to find ways to be in there and teaching the right things. In the meantime, between time... Oh, yeah. I'm going to go and carry on with my day. But we're tired. Yeah? Well, fast radio. I, I'm so sorry. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.